Hey everyone, this is Nikki and Agnes, and this is Second Puberty Podcast. Yeah. Hey, all right, here we are, another month. Another month, October. October, yes. Um, the movie of the month is Girl on a Train. Yes. But let's start with our second puberty moment. Uh, second puberty for me, I tried to get blood and I was turned down because I was too nervous. No. <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, I passed all the questions. Okay. Passed all the other stuff. Uh, a lot of questions about Zika. Oh, which the, I haven't given blood since the Zika's come out. <laughs> uh, the nurse did tell me that this was like the last Friday before they were changing the regulations on Monday because they have like a test for it now. So oh, they're nice. going to be able to stop asking as many questions. Nice. Um, but one of the things they do is they take your blood pressure and they take your pulse. And my pulse was too high. No. And they're like, okay, we're going to have you lay down. Uh, you know, just relax. Have some water. No. Are you nervous? They chatted me up a little bit. Were you nervous? I was nervous. Okay. Because the last time I successfully gave blood, I also passed out. Is Was this in high school? Yes. It was multiple years back. Okay. I remember this. <laughs> and then since then, even like when I've done like lab work, mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous. Like I won't wow. look at it. I feel like I'm a little scarred. You know, the joke of PTSD. Yeah. But yeah, so... And then the thing was, I was doing it at work. So it was like the the mobile unit. Yeah. And I'm like laying in there. And then as they're making me wait more, I'm trying to do it before my shift. Oh, no. So then I'm like getting more nervous of like, Am I what if it's for not? work? Yeah. And yeah. so they were like counting after each other. So then a different girl um, tested me the second time. She's like, yeah, it's the same. <laughs> so at this point, we have to wait 24 hours. Oh. If you go and do it like at a place tomorrow, just tell them it was for this and it'll still count towards it. Oh, that's like, cool. They were nice about it. They mm-hmm. they had donuts, which they offered me. <laughs> Even um, though you didn't earn them. I didn't earn them. And I was actually already made arrangements for food to be delivered to work. Yeah. So that was going to be my reward. Yeah. So then I just ate it out of guilt. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. So maybe someday. Maybe someday. You'll be able to give blood. Yeah. I'm totally obsessed with blood being drawn from my body, and I love watching the needle go into my skin, and I know that's really sick. I told that to my mother, and she just shook her head. I'm like, already lightheaded. No, exactly. Like, uh, I love it. See, I'm type O, so I feel like oh, you have I a want it. Like You're if a I, universal donor. If I'm hanging on to this, I'm just Are being selfish. Are you a selfish. universal donor? Yeah, no, yeah not I'm, receiver. No, AB is a receiver. Yeah, and then AB is like super rare if someone needs like type. Blood. I think I just got like regular blood, like regular old, like we got plenty of you, girl, but we'll still take it blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, so that, wow. That was it. That's, you didn't go back the next day, did you? Well, no, I had to work because that's the other thing of like, oh, oh. you know, whether, oh. how many lives are you really wanting, wanting to uh, say? The other thing I decided, yes, is there was a point in the movie that we were watching uh-huh. when it was a very clear picture. Yes. And I realized that Miss Emily Blunt has some peach fuzz going on has a little bit of the white girl mustache yes now in her defense because i love her and she can do no wrong yeah there's a possibility of one it was there because her characters we'll get into this but her character is an alcoholic so she's kind of letting herself go exactly that's why i think it was there at two she was pregnant which i believe you do have your hair grows more you might get some like more facial yeah but like she has literally people doing her makeup every day yeah with like magnifying glasses they would just (laughs) scrape that shit off with the tinky twinkle which i love by the way right i'm about to order a whole bunch of those it's so funny you bring that up well i just did it recently yeah and now i'm like breaking out again (gasps) well i don't know if it's directly related or if it's like i think it's related because i would break out a little bit yeah so i tried not to like i don't know like i 
Yeah. I just like, I don't know what I do. I change up the direction that I go. Okay. I did just change the razor too. So this mm-hmm. is like a fresh razor. Mm-hmm. So there is a part of me that's a little bit more at peace with the fuzz. Because yeah. I saw fuzz on Emily Blunt okay, that's playing fair. an alcoholic. That's so if I don't do it again but or also, if I don't do it as regularly, I'm okay. You're fine. Because think <laughs> about those shots and how close they were to her face. That's true. They were insanely close shots. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Interesting. I mean, if famous people have it, it can't be that bad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if your husband's not complaining and it's not super dark where people are staring at your lip, right? you're fine. Because I do catch it if someone has super dark hair and I'm staring at their lip. Same. And then I can't stop staring. <laughs> and then I think, why don't you do something about that? There's so many avenues you could go. It's like you knew you were going to be on TV, right? <laughs> people in real life. I just think like you knew you stepped oh. out of the house, right? <laughs> But whatever. Maybe those people have a lot more self confidence than we do, <laughs> and they shouldn't. <laughs> so that that's it for me. Yeah. Okay. Second puberty. This is a follow up from last month about Andrew. Oh my gosh. Which you do not know, Agnes. <sighs> Someday. So, but you don't even know the update. <laughs> oh, because I was saving it for you. Yes. Yes. You'll meet Andrew eventually. So the follow up is Andrew was so upset that and i think i said this last month that he continuously called the call center <laughs> to trick them and i called once and a lot of my coworkers called and his friends called because he wanted to distract them he said every person we're not that's not talking to a real life person is money we're saving for for people who are getting scammed i mean they're basically superhero vigilantes exactly he said he wanted to start like a coalition <laughs> And so he was mad when we wouldn't call Was he going to call it the Justice League? I don't know what he was going to call it. So then one time he goes out and we're on lunch and he goes, he steps out of the office and he calls and he goes through like the the scam. Okay. And when the guy is saying, when the scammer is asking him about something, he says, wait, let me tell you something. I know where you are. I know where you live. And I'm going to kill your family if you don't give me my money back. Wait, Anthony said that or the scammer said that? Andrew did say that. Andrew, okay. Never mind. I'm sorry. Andrew. Andrew. I know. (laughs) It's it's a a guy named that starts with A. I'm going to call him Adam after this. Okay, Okay, so Andrew tells the scammer, I know who you are. I know where you live. And I'm going to kill your family if you don't give me my $200 back. Maybe one step too far, because that's actually considered a terroristic threat. No, it's not. Not in America. <laughs> and so he literally said, the guy says, hold on, please. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, a, that's true call center shit right there. <laughs> he puts him on hold, and the guy comes back, and he's like, you don't know where I am. He's like, yes, I do. Are you willing to risk it? Oh, <laughs> and the guy, the guy puts him on hold again, and he comes back. He's like, "You don't know where I am." And he's like, "I do know where you are, and I'm going to tell you that." Blah, like he goes on and on, like your family is going to be harmed, and this you're you're going to get caught, and I'm going to let you know you're taking the risk. And the guy hangs up on him, and he Ooh. was like, "I feel, I feel vindicated." <laughs> Mind you, when he was doing this. I was at the lunch table talking to my coworkers, arranging a intervention. Because <laughs> they were no longer they were no longer accepting phone calls from his phone, so he took our coworkers' phone. I was about to ask if he was like using other people's phones took, at this point. Yeah, he took our coworkers' phone and just disappeared for twenty minutes. And I was texting him, and I just said, "This has gone too far." <laughs> 
and I told everyone at the table, when he comes back, I'm going to let him know that this is too much, and he's done, and we're going to talk. And I was like, everyone needs to go around the table and say how they've hurt him with this. We called it Scam Week. Like, what's Scam Week? Also, everyone needs to put a lock on their phone. (laughs) Well, they gave it to him. Oh, okay. okay. They didn't know that he was going to be gone for 20 minutes. (laughs) And so he comes back and he's like, I feel vindicated. Scam Week's over. This is done. The good news is the FBI, this is reported by the New York Times last week. As well as BuzzFeed. (laughs) As well as BuzzFeed. (laughs) (laughs) That the FBI did a sting. And they arrested 60 or 70 people, and they said they suspect 600 more that they're going to go after yep. in India. Yep. They went and they got them. And I said to, to Andrew, you think that motherfucker you threatened <laughs> is probably thinking like, oh shit, they knew. <laughs> and it's probably terrified. Terrified. Because what do you know about the U.S. government when they go into other countries? They kill everybody. That's true. So... I, we got a good laugh about that this week. I was like, I guarantee you, he thought twice. Like, oh shit. So I mean, if if he's not the company that got hit, if he's like the yeah. Adidas to their Nike, exactly. He's, he's he's nervous. He's maybe making his resignation. Exactly, exactly. I don't know if that's how you leave a crime ring. Right. I'm or assuming they want two weeks. Two weeks notice. Notice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, we both we kind of had a laugh about that. Like, wow, like great that they got caught because that's like the best part but like you know that guy second guessing like maybe i should just work at intel girl <laughs> like just go on the straight <laughs> and arrow go on the straight there's so many businesses in india oh, but sure. obviously there's so many people in india too so yeah i'm sure it's super competitive but second puberty moment and mm-hmm. i thought a great follow-up that's beautiful you definitely had a shock on your face <laughs> i told my mother this and she was like andrew <laughs> andrew did that and then I was like, Mom, he just didn't want people, old people, people who are less advantaged, like, to be taken advantage of. Like, these people who actually need that money for their bills and groceries and to feed their families. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? That's true. You're right. Yeah. But she, everyone agrees. He took it a little further than most would have. But I was like, appropriately so. I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it, too. There's a part of me that does wonder, is this just, like, an underling, like, phone guy? <laughs> yes. And, like the big boss is never going to hear about this or the big no. boss is never going to know. I'm sure the man, cause he put him on hold. So I'm sure he told his manager yeah. or his coworker right next to him. Yeah. Yeah. Like this guy threatened to kill my family and said he knew where we were. And they're just like, that happened to me last week. You're fine. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <Make> that money. <laughs> you yeah. want your bonus, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> they do sales bonuses and crimes rings. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's called incentivizing <laughs> your, your fucking employees. <laughs> <laughs> the crime lords also have MBAs. Exactly. Jesus. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Whew. Okay. That was good. That was good. Okay. I thought you'd like it. I love it. <laughs> do we want to start on shows? Yeah. Okay. Um, Where my, do you want to start? Because you said you have more notes. And my I'm, notes are I'm all over the place, but let's, my first note is OC. Okay. So, boring. <laughs> <laughs> my first word. So, this is the episode where... Um, David and uh, and the Bedores. I always do this. Bedores, Bedores. Yeah, yeah. They um, are at the rock concert for their daughters. Okay, okay. And I just said this episode was boring. And David's mom is crazy. Um, obviously wanted TV time and to like slam what's her face. I don't yeah. know. 
I don't know why I'm, her name's slipping me. Shannon? Shannon. Yeah. Um, wanted to slam Shannon and um, that he handled the fight well. Okay. Like, I felt like he was calming and soothing to her and super understanding and and really good. Um, I would say the other episodes of OC seemed also very boring because yeah. I didn't even take notes. I definitely watched them. But, like, they're going on that trip and it seemed very forced um, it seems super forced, like like bitch that's nailed it with the whole like, oh I've thought about yeah, heritage in really Ireland, well. and then Heather's just like, let's go, like yeah. really this is how you're setting it up. Like, just just say like we're going on a trip because Bravo wants us to do right. We have to do chose Ireland because yeah. it seems fun as fuck. Exactly. And then I think just like everything that's happening in that seat, like uh, Kelly is crazy mm -hmm. and just like obviously going through a lot so I think she's yeah. calmed down a bit like trying to get less TV time and realizes if she just acts a little bit like herself yeah it'll kind of come off well um Vicky is dating a new man good luck with that girl she has that cancer charity whatevs I feel Could like care that's less. that's gonna be the next FBI sting is whatever that <laughs> cancer charity quote exactly unquote, is. exactly Tamara is, I think, probably surprisingly the most normal, even though she's a little bit of a pot stir because she can't keep her mouth shut. I mean, she's let Jesus take the wheel at this point. Pretty so much. She's, she's very calm. She's very calm. <laughs> uh, the young girl. Uh, Megan and Megan her baby. Megan and her baby. Yeah. I felt sad she lost that baby. And I thought Jim was very comforting, but I just am over them. See, Jim did seem comforting. And mind you, I can't speak to any of this because I have not experienced it. Right. But I did see things on the Bitch Test group that kind of, essentially people who have also gone through IDVF and mm -hmm. said, I have not seen a failed implantation as a loss. I Like, obviously uh... you're sad if it doesn't work out, but you should be celebrating that you have a, a child, that like came. one child that's working out as opposed to, because that's, because I mean, if you think about it too, like, I mean, there was so many embryos that they were going to use, and then they said these are the healthiest. Because mm -hmm. that's the other thing. He wanted more of the boys, and mm -hmm. they're like, the boys are at this percentage, mm -hmm. the girls are at this percentage. Mm -hmm. um, so then from there, I I mean, I just, it seemed like from what people were saying, also what they described, they're like, you put four embryos in, you don't consider I lost two and I had twins. Like, yeah. So and I'm I sure it's a very emotional process and a lot of hormones yeah. going on. And I think she's just so naive. She just doesn't even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you haven't experienced, which I mean, I know she's been through things. I'm not saying that obviously, right. like yeah. Jim's uh, first wife passed away and that obviously really affected her. Yeah. But like, I feel like she's just young and just hasn't been through a lot. Right. And I feel like just from what I've seen on the show, obviously, but I feel like when you haven't been through a lot, smaller things do affect you more. Right. Yeah. So where some person who, you know, is a little bit older and just has been through more would say like, wow, at least one survived. That's such a blessing. Yeah. Someone else is like, this is detrimental to them, you know, yeah. relative to their life. And as cynical as I am, there are situations where I do get my hopes astronomically high. Mm -hmm. So I could see also just being in that setting of mm -hmm. like, in my head, this is all going to work out. It's going to be want perfect. Twins. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be in a boy or girl. And this is what I want. Yeah. And then it's not going the way you thought it was mm -hmm. going to go. So I I can do see that. And I did mm -hmm. think Jim handled it very well. Yeah. So. Um, Heather is my favorite. <laughs> um, interesting about, I think it's the episode coming up. Or maybe it was the episode tonight. Is today Monday? Today is Monday. Where they talk about, like, um, 
Kelly checking on the property. Right. Yeah. So that shit seems crazy. Yes. Because, well, okay. So I think they talked about this. We talked about it a little in Bitsash. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it ties in a little bit to what we were talking about in the last episode, too. How we thought the guy on 90 Day Fiance just makes six figures. Mm-hmm. He's not making like 600, mm-hmm. you know, 600K. Yeah. Do we think that the bros are like pulling in enough money for that house or are they like house poor or I, are they like barely making the mortgage each month i heard this on bitch chest and i don't agree okay um but i mean i ah, that's hard like when they said it i was like oh i could see it being true yeah but also he's a plastic surgeon in la you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. like and on on top of that like has been like successful in the past and has a plastic surgery show, okay. a spinoff to that plastic surgery show, and is on The Real Housewives. So I'm like, I find it very hard to believe for that market. And mm-hmm. yeah, granted, I know houses are expensive there and things are expensive there, but I'm like, I don't know if they're house poor. Okay. I don't know. Like, I was like, I could see it because it's so expensive, but I also could see they just, they do just fine. But I do agree. I think because they spend so much, they have to work. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's not like, they have to work to keep paying the bills. They just have to work because of the level of the spending, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. No, it just, it seems like they're hustling. Mm-hmm. And then some people online were saying, like, I guess Heather comes from money. Oh, I don't okay. know what her family background is. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised also with, like, the amount of income if they've made some smart investments mm-hmm. as well. That's the other thing. Like, people who have money invest money, so their money is making money without them even doing anything. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, mm-hmm. I think maybe part of me as like the poor person fantasy mm-hmm. is if you have that money you just sit and enjoy it you just mm-hmm. sit in your rich house house and you don't work and you do this and you plan trips versus like i could also understand where there would be anxiety of like i have to be successful at this rate right. to continue to have this lifestyle in right. 20 years right exactly so, yeah exactly that's what i picture more okay that's really all i have for the real housewives um, even Jersey? You don't have any Jersey? Oh, no, no. I have some Jersey. Sorry, sorry. I meant. <laughs> OC. Okay. Yeah, so that's all I have for OC. Um, yeah, no, I did not actually take notes on OC. I think oh. it was all pretty boring. I have a few notes on Jersey. Okay, me too. Okay. Jersey. I feel bad for Kathy, but she fucked up when she made her own cookbook. <laughs> that's why Teresa doesn't fuck with them. That's my note. Well, wasn't there some contention about like a certain recipe yes. in the cookbook? Yes. I, well, and I think Kathy had made the comment about some of Teresa's recipes too. Absolutely. Like those are family recipes. Absolutely. Like that's the grandma's recipe. That's not Teresa. Absolutely. Oof. And I think because Teresa's mom and Kathy's mom, I think, are sisters. I think so because they're cousins. They're cousins. Right? Yeah, I yeah. think they're first cousins. Okay. So I think what happened is the big mama cooks, right? Right. The grandma. Yeah. The grandma cooks, throws down. She's Italian. She has daughters. Some of those daughters cook, and some of those daughters passed on that cooking to their daughters. Okay. So I think Kathy's mom cooks and passed it on to Kathy. And but Kathy is even says it. She's more of a baker. Like she does like sweets and pastries. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. that's her thing. I think Teresa's mom cooks, mm-hmm. and Teresa got a little some some, but not really. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I just don't picture her like. I think she can whip stuff up, but yeah, like yeah. not like how her mom or her grandma can cook. Okay, yeah. And I think, but Teresa saw that these recipes are good, like a market. She's a hustler. She's a yeah, businesswoman. Yeah. yeah. And so I think she just used it to her advantage. Which why not? Like no one else is in your family is going to use these recipes in a book. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. They're not copyrighted. You don't expect that. Exactly. No, yeah. like you don't expect it. So like. But I think when Kathy checked her on it, like, this isn't you. This is our grandma. 
um that pissed her off which right. is like yeah you're, you're you're trying to hurt our business yeah yeah but i think kathy did not expect Teresa to be like fuck you girl <laughs> you're trying to take money out of my pocket like intentional right. or unintentional yeah like you are literally dead well and then also i think the idea of your there's got to be a feeling of you're riding on my coattails yeah you're on the show because of your relationship to me not mm-hmm. on your own merit which we can certainly say for a court character as boring as kathy oh like yeah. maybe melissa could have gotten her on our own yeah i don't see kathy getting it on her own speaking of this is a great segue uh Ooh. so i was hanging out with a friend of a friend like a month ago okay and they live in the town that that uh teresa no not teresa that um no yeah that teresa lives in in new jersey in franklin lakes they live in the town they live two houses down from teresa and so um the insider of that town is that teresa is a superstar and everyone knows who she is and everyone likes her i'm sure and melissa is a nobody oh yes so they live in the same town or they yes okay. melissa and, and i'm trying to like these notes are kind of like all over like yeah they are all over and i think i thought i was going to remember a month ago which i don't know why <laughs> but like yeah i just it definitely says like melissa's a nobody in the town Teresa's a hot topic but if i'm remembering because you know jacqueline and um and um chris no no no, no. jacqueline and the chris's oh. sister Caroline. Caroline. Yeah. Don't live in Franklin Lakes. They live in somewhere else in New Jersey. Okay. And so if I, I'm like getting the sisters confused. I feel like it's Teresa and Melissa live in Franklin Lakes. And the family, this fa- friend of the family lives like two doors down. Okay. Or Jacqueline and Caroline live in Franklin Lakes and the family lives two doors down. Two doors down. But okay. if it's Teresa that lives in Franklin Lakes, that's the story. Like they, okay. they are neighbors to them. Damn. Yes. So that was like very exciting. Wow. I also asked this friend of a friend if her mom was going to be on the show and she said absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you should rethink that. I I would be totally okay where if I'm like background of a restaurant, Mm -hmm. like I will totally just do like leading the tramp in the background during like a fight scene in a restaurant. Yeah, and if I would have remembered, I would have asked her about the posh fashions to show. Like stuff that's coming up now. She's been to Envy. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Those are the things I would have asked. Um, or like a little kernel event. I would totally go to a little kernel event. <laughs> we basically already had one on. We did. What are you the, talking about? The August episode, RIP. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's all I have for Jersey. Oh, the last comment I have is Jacqueline. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Jacqueline. No, girl. Once again, here I am saying you lost your damn mind. Rage on my ass. <laughs> Rage on my ass, Jacqueline. And then like. I get a husband supports his wife, but like, yo, you're being an enabler, Chris. Like, it's so sad to me in in the pathetic way, not actually sad, but I'm just like, it is so sad that I feel like now you're just forcing it to get airtime because you were kicked off the show for two seasons. Mm. And now you're like, I have to turn it up because I don't want to be a Kathy. Well, that and he needs that money. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, how's they, his popcorn going to do? How's his lawsuit going to do? No, exactly. Like, they oh. have issues. And, like, I'm like, this is just desperate. Yeah. It's desperate trash. And the fact that... She's willing to do that to people. She called her friends and family to get money and airtime. Is actually pretty disgusting. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, my only notes are: I'm done with Dolores. 
I don't care. She's boring. She's not a bad person. No, she's just boring. But she's boring. She's normal. She's no. She's too normal. <laughs> she's too normal. Um, I kind of want to see Melissa's business not succeed. Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, I feel like okay. they can take the financial hit. Okay. And I feel like it. It is. You know, we like to build these people up and we like to watch them fall. Yeah. I mean, the music career obviously didn't work out. Yeah. Some people have jokes slash rumored that she's pregnant with oh. like her Snapchats and, oh. you know, maybe covering up more a little bit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also October and they're in Jersey. Like, it's cold. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she just likes to wear a sweatshirt every once in a while. Yeah. Like every other person. Yeah. Um, and I am excited to see Joe go to prison. Oh my God, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just a mean, awful yeah. person. Yes. No, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see the family dynamic. Okay. I would have preferred more air- screen time of like them being sad and preparing for that. Wow. And like the conversations about that. Mm-hmm. Then half of the Jacqueline shit oh, or the boring Dolores Jim shit. True. I do love Siggy. Like I'm totally okay. Siggy's great. With- with Siggy and her commentary, I started following her Instagram. Yeah. Mind you, every picture she has, it's like a page of writing. Like, no. I don't know what the limit is for... for I, it's Instagram not 140 topics. characters, yes. I'll tell you that. Yes. It's like a page. Okay. She will write a whole page each time. No. Whether it's her talking about stuff with the election, or whether it's mm. something else, or like some appearance, or whatnot, but... She's writing, I'm pretty sure, the maximum you can write. I read maybe three quarters of it. No. Um, but, I mean, she writes like she talks, too. Oh, too much. So, it's it's a lot. Even hearing about it is too much for me. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm okay with it. We'll see how it goes. It does seem like she's she's not as in-your-face obnoxious hustling, mm-hmm. but she's hustling a bit. She's, okay. she's keeping herself active okay. and in the loop, which okay. I'm okay with. All right. So, I'm I'm down with Siggy. Okay. Um. Uh, Marrying at first sight. No, we have other stuff I need to get oh, in okay, that you okay. forgot about. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, so that's done with the housewives. We're, okay. we're ready for Hot Lana to come back in a couple weeks. Yes. Um, what we haven't talked about, which I have notes on, is all the Jaminet oh specials that have come on in the last month. Oh, we're talking about this. Okay. So I don't have much, but one sentence. <laughs> which apparently is going to take the next hour. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> eh. Four hours of a bunch of nothing, but gave me anxiety that I was going to be fed pineapples of milk and be murdered. <laughs> so that's my note from that. And um, that's all I have. I had like a 10 minute conversation with people about work at this. No just way. Just how pineapples of milk is gross. <laughs> and anyone who prepares pineapples of milk thinking it's good is probably going to murder you anyway. <laughs> I love it. Um, mind you, this is... A person I don't know as well, a person I do know pretty well, and a complete stranger. Nice, perfect. Like, a great she's mix. introducing us to people, and I'm just like, hey, we're going to talk about this pineapples and milk thing right now. Great mix. Um, Honestly, I did not watch the four-hour CBS special. I probably I watched three hours of it. Okay. I watched a lot of the other specials, so it got to a point where I kind of felt oversaturated. Okay. So I had to take a step back, but I did read the follow-up for it. Okay. Um, It's hard to pin... A culprit on one particular piece of evidence okay but i do feel like it's a big evidence and it's a thing that particularly ties into the body and mm-hmm. the timing of the body mm-hmm. so i don't underestimate the power of the pineapple okay and i didn't see the particular interview itself but people were talking about how and in their interview <gasps> that he did with the police when they oh, showed him a picture of the pineapple kid, though he was so young and that's the part of me that makes me think it was more accidental i did watch this i mean me and my sisters we 
we horse played. We. Uh, I covered my sister's mouth so she couldn't breathe. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> I mean, she could breathe, but she said she couldn't. But you know she could because she was talking, so. Unfortunately, the reality of us being murdered by a sibling <laughs> is realistic. It's super realistic. It's realistic without, I'm sure, jealousy. Absolutely. And means. Just normal, plain sibling, like, not rivalry, but, like, sibling, like, banter. I don't even know what to call it because rivalry yeah. seems too strong, but sibling <laughs> interactions. I gave a sister a black eye See? with like the hard like stand up cord of a phone. Yes. The day before picture day. Ooh, brutal. <laughs> um, which mind you had I been a little bit more to one side I probably could have blinded her. Like, oh. <laughs> like, not intentionally. Right. But so dangerous. But things happen. So there, there's the a lot of close calls in the Agnes family. <laughs> <laughs> we made it out alive. Exactly. <laughs> so the idea of you know, they're both sneaking up, mm-hmm. or they're sneaking, staying up late, whatever. Before Christmas. Bef- no, the night after Christmas, right? Okay. Sure, yep. After Christmas, so, you're right. Sometime around Christmas. Maybe there's more presents to be had, but yeah, like, they're Maybe, still, they're on a Christmas hat. You know what? Maybe Burke was a present counter. Right. Because some siblings are present counters, <gasps> and if yes. you got seven and they got five, yes. there is hell to pay for the rest of the year. I mean, my sisters used to open presents and rewrap them, so... I didn't know this. I didn't see it. Like I to give them to you? <laughs> no, to see what they got. Oh, okay. I had no idea. I knew people who knew where my parents hid the presents. Ooh, good. I tried to do um, that. Um, I think I tried to do like the like you know lift a tab and put it back down thing. Yes. And I felt so guilty. Me too. Like I still have some guilt. Exactly. Well, no, I don't. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, so, so old. So my my theory of they're maybe doing something they're not supposed to do. Okay. Involving the pineapple. Okay. Maybe. Maybe Patsy knew that milk shit was gross. And right. that's where she lost it. Okay. <laughs> but my... And I haven't listened to whole 911 stuff they have just Ooh. because I feel like it... I, I have it on my TV. If you want to come over for like two days, okay. just like <laughs> just, watch it. I saved DVR. it all for you. Yes. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but oh, uh, Actually, I think I only have the second two hours. We'll find the first two Yeah. Hours. No, I'm sure I could find the clip, but yeah. I, I did think it was important whether on my favorite murder or... Um, bitchless. At one point, one of the podcasts I listened to, they made the comment of kind of like, you know, once someone says, oh, I hear this, like, that's kind of what you're going to mm-hmm, hear. Like, exactly. there's only so much you can do with, like, technology. But um, even just a change of tone. The change of tone is mm-hmm. an indicator to me of something else going on. The fact that she hung up the phone makes no sense. Uh, I would say generally people that hang up the phone uh-huh. or people that have some kind of involvement or shit going on. Ah. I've... I've listened to a lot of calls between like podcasts and true crimes and stuff. Uh-huh. So the ones I've listened to all the way through, there's certainly situations where people are so freaked out where it's hard to understand what's going on. Okay. But someone who's just like screaming or crying, they're not hanging up. They just can't function. Right. But someone who's saying one thing and then a question happens and their tone totally changes mm-hmm. or you hear something in the background of like, that's not what the fuck you were telling me is going on. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right. Um, or the people who just hangs up when they could potentially getting very helpful instructions. Right. Or telling them where the fuck the address is. Right. Like there's, yeah. No, the idea of her hanging up and the idea of the tone changing right beforehand because mm-hmm. she's talking to someone else in the background, like, mm-hmm. I believe that shit, shit, shit. Right. So my theory, which is probably a mixture of all these other theories. Okay. Uh, Burke and JonBenet doing something they're not supposed to do with mm-hmm. pineapple. Something goes down. He hurts her. Okay. Maybe he doesn't kill her. Okay. He goes and tells his parents. Okay. Maybe they're stupid. Maybe they're too freaked out. They believe she's dead. Okay. And 
it's hard for me to picture Burke doing the rope around the neck. Mm-hmm. So I think that might have been one of the parents okay. to make it look bad. Okay. It's really hard for me because I do believe the stuff they talk about defensive wounds of if she was trying to get the rope off. Mm. But then I also wonder if they're like twisting it or aggressive. Could those marks be made by the rope itself? Right. But I do kind of think of that as a cover up. Like maybe the trauma itself is what killed her or what they thought killed her. Right. Um, The stuff people say about abuse at this point, having already watched the Amanda Knox documentary. Okay. I'm kind of more on the side of she was a little kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Little girls do get some like UTI and okay. hoo ha issues, okay. especially if she was a bedwetter. That's mm-hmm. more irritation in that area. Mm-hmm. I could understand where things might have been inflamed or irritated, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily see that was an automatic sign of abuse. Okay, I think something happened with Burke, and I think the parents covered it up. Nice. And I do. I will wholeheartedly admit that that uh, department did not know what they were doing in terms of treating the crime scene because oh, people yeah. were walking in another house like they hadn't cleared the house as yeah. all these other people were walking in like they mm-hmm. they did not handled the way they should have and mm-hmm. given the amount of money that that family has too i wouldn't be surprised if there was some other stuff going on with the da or like mm-hmm. other outside pressure of that grand jury wanting to indict mm-hmm. and the da saying uh no. leave it alone yeah we're 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 not gonna die that's cool that you guys thought we should right we were just asking for opinions right we're and, done and we're done yeah so i mean i don't know maybe it'll be our jfk maybe we'll find out more like 80 okay which you know i don't know burke's deathbed or whatever right amanda uh, knox amanda knox um really i'll admit i've only seen the netflix special yeah what else could i see there's a lifetime movie i'm sure there's been other specials no, only the special yeah um do you want me to read my notes first yes go with your notes because i'll i'll follow up with your notes i'll stop for interjection okay <laughs> they dated one week not her boyfriend a guy she was fucking they were dating for one week when that girl died that is not her boyfriend i mean she seemed to be banging him exclusively for a week she was all in. I've been banging people exclusively for three months and that was not my boyfriend. They slapped me if I tried to call him my boyfriend. She was 20 and they... I was 20. <laughs> no. Mean... No. You're not going to argue that. Okay. Okay. Affection when she found her uh, roommate dead. When they were standing outside and the people said they were affectionate and kissing. Okay. Not inappropriate. No. Like, if something bad happened to someone I was living with, friend or not... I would need someone to hug and kiss me and be like, yo, this is pretty scary. Right. I No, I think people seek out comfort multiple ways. I, I think as long as, you know, she's not, like, giving him a hand job in yeah. front of the reporters. Right. Like, I think, I think. That would be not appropriate affection. <laughs> if there's some kind of lingus going on on the lawn, okay. then there's a problem. Okay, agreed. <laughs> uh, media was definitely a part of the misinformation. Oh, and huge. that media guy was sickening. I do read the Daily Mail. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't. And there's a reason. It's... Also, I noticed she was very careful with her words. Like, Amanda Knox in the interview she okay. was doing post. Like, not when she was 20. Like, when she's our age now. Yeah, right. She was very careful with her words. Like, I noticed that she said, making love. Like, when talking about, like, well, we'd been making love all day or whatever, all week. And I was like, no one, even at 29, says that. I would even say you, a married woman for most of your life, would never say, oh, me and Mr. Agnes were making love. 
you would you've never yeah. said that no i think i think the like the most classy way i've ever said it is like being intimate yes like indisposed yes exactly you know what you usually say to me you say we had sex <laughs> or fucking that's it <laughs> But so, like, you don't really say fucking. So we're fucking. Like, we're fucking. <laughs> so, so me and Mr. Agnes are fucking. So some cuddling is that. <laughs> no, no. Um, That's no, not normal. Okay. But okay. I have some theories on Amanda when we're finishing up. Okay. Okay. The door was open when she came home. So you're coming home. Your door is open. Someone lives there or doesn't live there, right? Your roommate. I, okay. I've had a few roommates. You've okay. had roommates. Yeah, yeah. Um, your door. You come home. Your door is open. You're like, mm. We don't leave doors open. <laughs> like that's just like not normal. Yeah, yeah. So you say you check the living area, you check your room, everything seems normal. You go to the bathroom. That's not all I'm checking. I have a whole house to check. I'm checking under beds. I'm checking closets. I'm checking your closet. I'm checking the outside shed. Like I'm checking it all. Um. Okay. So why didn't she check the entire house? There was so much blood on that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was uncomfortable because as you a person that you know and I was like this in my 20s I'm yeah, not yeah. being critical of her but like I'm so particular about where I place things and uh -huh. maybe she's more naive than I was at that age but okay. like my number one fear as a woman is being murdered and raped <laughs> 100% and so let's say I come home and my door is open oh damn I'm like checking okay. everything and things that are just like even moved a little bit, I would question, even though I have a roommate, right. like why would that be out of place? My roommate has no business touching that. Blood on the sink, I would see it, but maybe wouldn't think because I've had bloody noses or you right, cut your finger yeah. and nothing. Then. Yeah. A big old bloody footprint on the bath mat. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I know I didn't check the house because I checked two areas, but there's a bloody footprint on here. I'm concerned. So that was like, I was like, okay, also, when I'm going to take a shower, I, this bathroom was not very big. You didn't see that nasty ass shit in the toilet until after the shower? What? What? The poop? So you get into the bathroom, there's blood all over it, there's blood on the bath mat, you get out, there's blood on the bath mat, and you're like, that's a lot of blood. The shit is what alarmed you that something's wrong. Girl, stop. Okay. Um, God, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but... Okay, okay. Interjection. Okay, go. I haven't seen it directly, but there were some things online saying that the door was broken, and it was known broken. Okay. So, like, the idea was, you know, maybe it got jarred open, or, like, maybe you didn't close it all the way. Like, that... Some people have said, like, that, and I don't know if that was in her particular memoir, or, like, where they came across the information, but, like, the different things I've seen online. Because mm -hmm. my favorite murder, I feel like those people are interesting but some of them are in too deep and i'm intimidated to like reply oh. on some oh of their you're things. part of that group i'm part of that group too oh i didn't know that okay versus through um the bitch flesh group mm -hmm. there's a subgroup oh that's like crime aliens oh which those bitches it's, it's more it's more it's a peg down from my favorite murder like we more, gotta get you a different hobby <laughs> <laughs> i really don't talk to people in person <laughs> right <laughs> Anyway, so it was it was one of those pitches that okay. was saying it was known that the door was broken. Okay. People have made the comment, and this this is kind of hard because I've I've lived with roommates, yeah, female roommates. I can give the blood on the sink. I'm wondering maybe with the mat if she didn't see it until she was 
looking down, like you step out of the shower. I step into the shower and I look at that mat. You're walking towards the mat and it's a blue mat with blood on it. And did was the do we know was the lid open on the toilet? Did she not see the poop until she was going to do her business? That was not stated 100% clearly. Okay. Okay. So I could maybe see that. Okay. I, I would let the poop. My comment on the poop was like, <laughs> you all the shit you saw, you didn't get alarmed until the poop. I feel like... Uh, I can feel like things would have escalated to the poop. Okay. Like... But the poop was the last straw. The poop was the last straw. Of like, okay the door ah oh, shit you know we gotta get the door fixed we gotta okay. get the door fixed because the door is broken and this okay. is weird okay but you know you're not seeing anything when you walk in the door mm-hmm. you're tired because mm-hmm. you've been making love for hours for seven days you just gotta clean all boyfriend. the semen off of you so Which, you okay yeah <laughs> so keep going you're jumping into the shower yeah um you step out of the shower and then you see ooh, a lot of blood and now one thing i've had just living with females is People have made the period comment of like, did something go down and you haven't cleaned that shit up? Because one, that's gross. Yeah, but no, yeah. it happens. But then I mean, it happens. But clean it up. Don't walk away. <laughs> Don't. Like it's never happened where I walked in the bathroom and my roommate had period blood everywhere. That's inappropriate. Very inappropriate. But I feel like how you brush it off in the five minutes before she finds the poop, okay. and then it's like, okay, there's enough weird shit going on okay. that maybe there's a connection. Mind you. I'm not sure if I called the boy. I've only been fucking for five days. Right. Rather than maybe check some rooms myself or right. be like, shit's... Okay, well, and then the thing with the room is, I guess, her room was locked from the inside? Yes. Okay, so that's when... That would be the other weird thing. Okay, maybe that was it, too. Yeah. Did she try to check the rest of the house or did she yell, Meredith, like, what the fuck's up in the bathroom? Like, you're gross. Yeah. And then she doesn't hear anything and then the crickets and then she's like, holy shit. Like, what if Meredith didn't leave the shit? What if there's some other shit going on? You're already freaking me out. Um, so okay it's dark guys we're in an apartment i know on the first floor i don't like this i'm not gonna sleep well tonight i'm sorry um okay okay this is other random things that i'm gonna get to my theory okay why would her friend that she called on the phone after she got interrogated say don't worry about it this is the best year of her life a girl was murdered her friend literally says that talks about her italian boyfriend who's not her boyfriend They've been dating for a week. And she's like, oh, let me hear about it. Like, don't worry. This is the best year of your life. And I'm like, a girl was murdered. Was there the conversation with her sister when then when they were saying like, oh, well, is is Raphael your boyfriend? And then she's like, oh, yeah, he's no, my boyfriend. No, that was her friend. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That was, that was uh-huh. Okay. That's that conversation I'm talking about. Okay. And okay. she's like, don't worry about it. It's the best year of your life. You're going to think of, you're going to look back on this from years from now and be like, that was the best year of my life. I was like, a girl was murdered. <laughs> I don't think she's going to do that. <laughs> I, probably not something I would say to you. I, it'd be more kind of like, I know this is a lot of shit. Yeah. You will get past this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or like, I know it's really heavy, but you're still in Italy. <laughs> like, right. Like, it's only a murder, <laughs> but it's a murder in Italy. Like, go get some pasta. <laughs> right. Always thought that she was a bitch just to turn on her boss like that. Like, under the pressure. Like, it makes me think like, mm, not that she's guilty. Okay, okay. But just like, oh, girl, like, you're not a good person. That's that's my <laughs> comment on that. Uh, at one point, one of the people says, that, oh, yeah. They say, the police say the motive mm-hmm. for her murdering Meredith is that she was having basically like this, not like threesome necessarily, but with her boyfriend and the other guy. And they were just kind of hanging out being sexual. And Meredith comes out and is like, you lack morals what the fuck yes and then she's like fuck you 
I lack morals and then kills her. And I was like, so that is the motive? Do you know what 20 year old girls do? Like no one's talking like that. If anything, she started videotaping it. Exactly. And then she's like, oh no, like, you're not putting that on your webcam. Exactly. <laughs> so anyways. Ugh. And also, why does everyone talk about how much fame and attention they received in such a happy way? The investigator talks about how he couldn't walk down the street and how he was like a god in his own city. The news reporter talks about how famous he was and how many front page news reports he got the only person it, besides amanda mm-hmm. is Raphael or whatever yeah. his name is who is like i get so much attention and i hate it so much everybody else is like loving it and basking in it um Ooh, i know when the other guy who actually confessed to murdering her because he was a real murderer <laughs> right. when his lawyer goes on and he's like so so many Americans had so many opinion, so much opinion about how the Italian like government and police works, and then he says in 1308 we had the <laughs> best court out here. In 1308, Americans were drawing like cows in caves, and I was like, oh my god, shots fired 1308, <laughs> and I was like, how did you know Native Americans didn't have court too? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And like, then I'm pretty sure that court system at that time was still controlled by the Pope, like, right? Which. They, <laughs> they were burning witches. They were burning witches. So I that comment to me, I was like, this speaks of cockiness and almost jealousy of Europeans versus Americans. Uh, I I think they're jealous that like we're a newer country and we get all the attention and we're better than them. <laughs> also, I'm going to Italy in a month and I'm not going to mention Amanda Knox. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> so here's my theory. Okay, okay. Wrapping it up. Sorry, okay. it took a little while. Here's my theory. That man, okay. I think, yeah, okay. he, the murderer, he met her. I think he met Meredith and maybe she liked him and she took him back to her place to hang out. Mm-hmm. He wanted to have sex with her and she said, no, like, we're just hanging out. Like, I'm not like that kind of girl. He gets mad, rapes her and kills her. And he's taken shit before. Like, he, they were like having kind of a date, like a movie night. Okay. He takes a shit. He forgets to flush or thinks he flushed and it doesn't go down. Then he rapes her, murders her after she says no, and then kills her, right? And leaves. Okay. Amanda comes home, see, and goes, because she's like, the door's open, things are weird, what the heck's going on, goes to Meredith's room, Mm -hmm. sees blood everywhere, gets blood on her, like, because she's just so shocked, like there's, you know, like not, and not rolls around in it, but gets blood on her goes to the bathroom and washes it off because she's like i don't want to be suspected of like killing this person like i you know like in a nervous like oh my god what the hell just happened she's brutally murdered okay like brutally murdered right yeah yeah so i think she gets blood on her and she's like oh my god i don't want to like showers and shock exactly like showers and shock like oh my god and then gets her boyfriend come over i think she locks the door from the inside how you can lock the door from any end. I mean, I feel oh, like most like lock it and close it. And close it. Oh, like okay, most okay. bedroom doors. Okay, like not yeah, like yeah. big doors, but most bedroom doors. Like even most bathroom doors. Like okay. I could lock my bathroom yeah, door yeah. from the Presumably inside. Presumably there's not like a deadbolt or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like you lock from the inside and you close it. And then you're like, we can't get in. We can't get in. We can't get mm-hmm. in. That is my theory. She did not murder her, but she found there's her afterwards. involvement and, than she's admitted to. Exactly. And that's why the story doesn't really make sense. Like, I feel like, yeah, she was with him. Yeah. But I think her finding her, that part of the story doesn't make sense because it wasn't the real story. And by the time she was getting questioned, she was too scared to say, like, I touched her and then I washed it off. Exactly. Because that just sounds stupid and, like, 
suspicious. But then when they get into the DNA stuff, don't they say, like, there weren't really traces of Meredith around the bot, Not Meredith. Of um, Amanda. Around the body? Yeah, but maybe she got some blood on her. Okay. Because maybe you got blood on you, but you didn't leave any of your DNA. Okay. I'm not quite sure how much DNA needs to be left to have a trace. Obviously, I think, and I think it's debatable, right? Okay. Yeah, because when when the when they talk about the appeals, when yeah. they talk about that and more of the science of it, to me, it makes a lot of sense with cross contamination if you're mm-hmm. dealing with multiple samples mm-hmm. at the same time in yeah. the same location. Yep. Um, and then honestly, like, there's a part of me that does think about it in terms of more so everything of if I hug Mr. Agnes. Yeah. You know, yes, you know, as I left today. Right. And then I hug you when I leave tonight. Mm-hmm. Is some of his DNA going to get on you? Right. Like that kind of stuff. Right. Which and then honestly, there's a part of that that same thing of like you're my roommate, maybe we've hung out in your room. Mm-hmm. My DNA maybe is in your room. Mm-hmm. Like that especially like I mean my dorm was like one room. Mm-hmm. But even even my other roommates, even when, like, one of them had a single, like, there were times when I walked into that room, and yeah. so I would expect, like, I've sat at that chair once, yeah. or I've, a you know, put my, off. I put my hand on that door frame. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. So, so, my theory in terms of Amanda and how she speaks, mm-hmm. mind you, there was also someone online who said that she came to their office for, Creepy. like, a, a business type thing. Okay. But they said she seems kind of weird. Well, she's definitely a weird girl. Weird and has perfect posture apparently serial killer okay so the thing because the other thing that a lot of people talked about is like she did cartwheels like she did cartwheels she must be a killer (laughs) well the cartwheels are not videotaped right and the other thing is like when i've tried to research that more Mm -hmm. this is at a time when she's waiting for the boy she's been seen yeah as he's being interrogated which, mind you, I don't know if that's 20 minutes. I don't know if that's three hours. I think it was a while. But if you're standing around, yeah, the more conclusive stuff said that she started doing some stretches. I was going to say, you're probably dancing around, stretching your legs. Like, maybe not like dancing, but like kind of just being like when you get up and you stretch and you shake your body out. Maybe you're anxious and you're doing a little yoga. Yes. Like I've done that in probably mm-hmm. some inappropriate situations, Always. but like not necessarily in a police station. But Right, <laughs> right. But, I don't um, find myself in those places often. Rarely. But um, but then I guess they made some comment to her of kind of like, oh, you're very flexible or agile or something. And she's like, I used to be a gymnast. Like that's, you know, you can be matter of fact about it. Of yeah. Like, not like, why the fuck are you talking to me when you're, right. you know, oh, we're starting the interrogation now. Like you don't have to be a bitch. And I would imagine in terms of her demeanor at this point, mm-hmm. you spent years in a European prison. Mm-hmm. You have been on trial multiple times, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. For a crime, maybe you were involved with, maybe you were completely innocent for. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are going to be hyper aware of, of what, what you say, say mm-hmm. and how you present yourself. Right. Essentially, in the terms of the case, given that it's the thing you probably talk the most about. Yeah. So I feel like you're probably very aware of the way you say it, the way you express it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was a very good interview. And then yeah. there's a part of me too, like from my understanding, she wasn't paid for it. She was or was not. I, 
I understand she was not. Oh, okay. So, I mean... I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think she's after money. Mm-hmm. And I don't get the sense that Raphael's after money either. No. Even though it did say that he does, like, crime investigation right, reporting. Yeah. Which is, you know, whatever. Right. But it's just, like, I didn't get that vibe from her. I just got the vibe of that she's very careful with her words. And that's why people think she's ingenuine. Right. Wait. Disingenuine? Yeah. Di- yeah. At- not genuine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, whatever not genuine word that is. Yeah. And I feel... And honestly, I wonder if that is just repercussions of the whole case. Because... Right. You don't think about kissing someone for comfort. Or you mm-hmm. don't think about a voicemail you leave with a friend. Because mm-hmm. everything's so crazy. So mm-hmm. why not just yeah. say or respond the way you normally would? Mm-hmm. Versus... The idea of at this point now everyone knows me and everyone scrutinizes me mm-hmm. and if I say my favorite podcast is my favorite murder it's going to be a headline on the Daily Mail because Foxy-noxy. yeah because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking killer to murder, some people obsessed, no matter what cult person exactly like I can't laugh at a cheesy death scene in a movie theater right because what if someone recognizes me and sees me like I would think because you have to have that hyper vigilance. Mm-hmm your demeanor is going to come off that way and i would be surprised especially with like the shit that got leaked i imagine through the italian police department to the media oh her diary yeah oh yeah like i wouldn't be surprised if she has like serious trust issues even with like friends and stuff of like can i joke to you about this or can i say i listen to this podcast Mm -hmm. or i like this movie or is it going to end up in the news somewhere Mm -hmm. of like amanda said her favorite movie is gone girl like what does this mean Mm -hmm. like so you just got a text message from mr agnes oof i did did it say how it went it went well okay 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 wait which which option is that (laughs) successful or unsuccessful unsuccessful (laughs) okay okay my god you're so sick we're so dark okay we (laughs) okay we have a lot to go over and and Um, it's already hour okay are there any more documentaries to cover no okay we Um, have to do married at first sight right and then we have a little bit of 90 day Okay, Married at First Sight, I don't have that much. Ooh, okay. I am done with this failed flight attendant <laughs> and Derek the Creeper. I don't care who they date. I don't care how many little talks they have. I don't care if they get back together and have quintuplets. I don't care. I'm done. They're Agreed. over. I could not have expressed that better. <laughs> um, It's uh, kind of weird to have such secret sexy time when you're on a reality show about your six-week marriage yeah. they're both so weird and awkward now yeah. i'm kind of over it I'm kinda, <laughs> i mean i'm not as dumb with them as a yeah. flight attendant but i'm i'm kind of just annoyed with them i first i hated him and i was like i think i typed it all up but now i don't even know where it is like i was like he's a liar and real horrible people lie and like how dare they and I give her, it would be very hard to recover of like, we've been fucking for the last five yeah. days. We have the same relationship that Amanda Knox and Raphael had. Right. And then you say you're not attracted to me. Yo. We're done. I, I said Nick is a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Just went straight for the diagnosis. Yeah. And, now I think he, and now I know he's been faking the entire time. But then towards the end, um, husband means you're the band says who? I don't know. Nick is a liar. <laughs> Dude lies. He's a sociopath. I mean, oh, I love this. When the black man comes, the the pastor. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, this is my exact note. 
Black man says marriage isn't for punks. It's for grown-ups. Preach! I would never go back with that guy. He's a dick. Also, she said keeps coming up. Also, she said it keeps coming up. I don't know what that means. But then towards the end, I think this is why I stopped taking notes. Yeah. Because towards the end, like, you see that, like, he was covering for her because she right. was, like, uncomfortable. Right. With, I mean, granted, he's still a dick. And I yeah, still yeah. think, not sociopath, but, like, a fucking selfish little brat. Right. But, like, I was like, okay, I get it. The reason he was lying is because she said, yo, I don't want people. Which I get, like, yeah, yeah. to people. We've known each other for a week and we're already having sex. Like, even though everyone does that, mm -hmm. it is still taboo, especially for the woman. It's like, well, you're yeah, slutty. Yeah. You don't know this guy. And then how embarrassing that he's like, I don't even like this hoe. Yeah. She's yeah. ugly. Yeah. Which I can get over time. Granted, comments not appropriate. Not, I still yeah, hate yeah. Nick. Yeah, yeah. But like over time, her personality, like getting uglier because she's so insecure. Mm-hmm and like keeps pushing and like for that validation where yeah. you're like it is so unattractive that you're so insecure that like yeah i can't handle it but yeah. instead of just like calming her insecurity down he just was like he made it worse by calling her ugly um i guess they're gonna get back together the other couple this whole season's boring i they're it's gotten boring i don't feel or care i really don't care about either of it any of them stand together uh-uh and mm -hmm. i'm and given the way like the way things imploded with like couples last season like yeah. i get that you can't top that right but at, you know her handing the one guy like back the hundred dollar bill like is classic yes but yeah no i'm i'm kind of bored like i kind of had to force myself to watch a little mm -hmm. bit and even then it was kind of background noise yes so i think the episode comes on tonight which we will see what happens i hope it's the final one yeah like just tell me they're all divorcing yeah are okay, we done so with this 90 days 90 days okay let's start from the top i'll let you go because i think you have more notes than me super excited to see why weed man can't get a place Ooh, and we found out why uh i would have thought sex offender oh my god okay i expected him to be on a registry <laughs> i thought something not just weed like, okay <laughs> like i thought it was like violence like something bad like something like real bad like oh you have a felony because you grew and sold weed that makes sense yeah why wouldn't you tell her that and then i said why are these americans lying to these people portraying their lives better than they really are and then having these people come from another country and they're poor as shit right and in theory if you're coming with me simply because you want to be in america i'm thinking the fact that which we talked about this too of the perception of america yeah of like poor people in america still have cable like right. you know no there are people that live on the streets exactly. there are people that don't have tvs or furniture exactly like, don't have mattresses. power exactly like so i get that that perception's there but in theory if you think someone's just coming for a green card are you you gonna think like they're good with just a drink card like right. i got a house i got electricity i'll feed you like, right we're good exactly <laughs> like, exactly and we can say we're married and you can be in america <laughs> exactly like no Ugh. um real nervous about the pretty couple and i think it's just like and especially with these recent episodes she's just having a breakdown he's playing dumb too much because she hasn't been honest and he's now nervous yeah. about being honest like I don't think they're going to make it. They have learned nothing from Jane Austen that okay. secret engagements do not end well. <laughs> true, true. And okay. And also, I feel like she's still young in the sense of maturity mm -hmm. of with the last scene of like her crying of like, we have no money. Like, this isn't how I pictured it. Like, 
okay, you're still thinking of marriage and a wedding mm-hmm. and whatever, like, schoolgirl dreams you have. Exactly. You're not thinking of the reality of it's really hard to be with someone who's a different culture and this is really hard on my family. Exactly. And, you know, okay, yeah, we don't have the money for the wedding. P.S., how are we getting money for our apartment? And when is he going to be able to work to right. contribute to the household? Not until you get married so he can get a green card. Yeah, and there was a part of me that wondered, like, okay, you're in school, but apparently you work too. Are your parents helping out with your apartment? Oh, like they I have don't, to be. Yeah, I don't think you're self-sufficient, Mm-mm. which I totally get. His dad being like, oh, so you can't work, so we're paying for you to live with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I would definitely not be okay with that. Yeah. So. I'm nervous about them. Yeah, no, I see them imploding. The white girl is missing in Morocco and is never coming back. They killed her for being a dumb bitch. <laughs> These are not facts. These are my notes. Um, um, there was a part of me that loves the Moroccan couple because there was a little bit, maybe not the most recent episode, but the second most recent episode just felt really produced. Um, where she cheated on him? No, not not her. Like all the other couples oh, are produced. Okay, okay. Of like she's being a child, so I'm gonna get her ice cream. Like all that stuff. Mm, like it just seemed really kitschy. Okay. Of like, okay, you're hyper aware that you're on TV and okay, like you're I not bringing the drama. Versus mm-hmm. the Morocco stuff, the like producers got just got there and like we're having a huge fight right now, and I'm just like, yes. This is what reality TV is made for. <laughs> but first of all, she cheated on him and they'd only been dating for six months. This girl's getting more dick than I've ever gotten in a while. I'm just saying that. And I, I, I mean, her mother said she wasn't the cutest. So I'm not even saying she's ugly. I'm just saying her mom said she wasn't that cute. You, you weren't even with a person for six months and you cheated on them? You're an idiot. We know she needs a lot of physical affection. Yeah, and it makes me disgusted. But the problem is, is I am not a PDA person. Okay. And I don't like to show my emotions. And I don't want to ever feel like someone, like I'm needy of someone. And I hate when people need me. Like, that is a sign of, like, weakness. Like, it's disgusting to me. (laughs) This is why I'm not in a relationship. I'm glad I drove. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not driving you anywhere. You You better walk. You better not need me. You're lucky I held the phone while it GPS. <laughs> just like it's draining. Like obviously okay. not normal stuff, but it's like draining how yeah. much affection she needs. And it's the validation thing. Okay. So it goes back to that. So cheesy. Mm-hmm. But there's this thing I had to read for my old job. Love languages. Oh, love languages. I'm so familiar. Okay. Yeah. So obviously her thing is touch. Ugh. His thing could be anything. Like, I don't, we have no sense We of should him. talk about what his is. I really would have Well, out. okay, so there's the touch. It's probably like acts of kindness. Acts of kindness, words of admiration, mm-hmm. and gifts. Mm-hmm. I took the quiz. I forgot what my I could were. see him being an acts of kindness because it seems like he's more traditional. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to cook for me and make my babies. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think I'm acts of kindness. Uh, acts of kindness are big, but I also have words of affirmation as pretty big. I think that would have been my second one. I feel like I give words of affirmation. I think touch was the lowest one. Please think, don't touch me. I think gifts were the lowest one for me. Gifts was third or second. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay. I have to look that up because I think I screenshotted it. Well, I've heard it can change too, like depending on your relationship or like mm. where you're at in your life. So it's mm. hard to redo it. Interesting. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, so I've decided third times guy with the crane oh, girl. Oh, yeah. He's just a dick. What? And I feel like his dickiness comes out the farther he gets in relationship his shit where she's going out for drinks and he's like yeah. she's gonna get a lot of attention that's what she wants yeah. like what the fuck like is she get like 
if she gets hit in the head and raped, are you going to say she asked for it in her jacket and jeans? You Probably. asshole. He, yeah, he's so in, like insecure. Like, she put on lipstick. Like, I Jesus. Know. He is a dick. And this is why his marriages didn't work out, because he's so possessive. I'm glad she throws the chair at him in the later episode. Well, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it sounds like he deserves it. I Now I'm happy. <laughs> That's what I would say to him. Yeah, like, I was just like, ah, oh, he's just so jealous and so controlling. Yeah. And she's not down for that. Like, she, I feel like she's a great woman. And I feel like if he could just calm down and take a deep breath, like, they would be really good together. Yeah. Um, I hope they work out. I think they're my favorite couple. The the Ukraine girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and we, we met a new couple oh, in this man. most recent episode of your least favorite Wait, couple. can I talk about? <laughs> okay, okay, I'll save that Yeah, comment. there's anybody else. Okay. I'll save it for Jorge. Okay. The African will not make it the 90 days. Salespeople <laughs> are the worst. Bitch, she can't afford that. Oh, that's, oh, oh that's the other thing. <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> that might not be related to that. No, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. <laughs> okay, okay. But it's to Jorge and Anafisa, which we haven't talked about yet. Oh Jorge and Anafisa, the Russian. Oh, the Russian girl. Okay. Yeah. I know them by their code names. I know. But okay, I... so Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> and she wants the $45,000 dress. Wait, the African couple, that was my only comment. Oh, okay. Is that, is They're that not going to make it? No, he's not going to make it to America. <laughs> he's not. He's not coming to America. His visa day was weird. He was just like, got it, girl. Got it. Got, got the it. visa. And my phone got stolen. <laughs> exactly. That doesn't make sense. And also, I feel like nothing happens that fast. Like, no. you don't get a stamp to prove and deny. No. If exactly. anything, they say, like, it's good. You're going to get it in the mail in, like, six months. Exactly. Like, that's it's not how like it works come back like, next TSA. Week. Exactly. <laughs> not come back next week. Yeah. So, like, I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. And then I'm like, and, and if we think about it, every episode, I've never seen them together. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, you know what, girl? He ain't coming. He ain't coming. I hope you didn't send him no money because he ain't coming. Or he really is living in Alabama. Yes. And he's just he's just saying, I need five grand for the immigration That is so lawyer. crazy. Exactly. Like, that relationship. <laughs> she's an idiot. She is an idiot. She has low self-esteem and she doesn't have a good family and she doesn't have good friends because no one will let her do this. Nigerian prince. (laughs) The original scam. Where's her mama saying, my daughter's beautiful, but not the most beautiful to get a Nigerian prince. Where's her mama? Where's her family? Where's her sister? Has she never seen a Lifetime movie? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, have you not read the New York Times? They're out here getting people and scamming them. Oh, you know no. she's paid thousands of iTunes gift cards. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Okay. Okay. Moose and Scroll. Okay. I want to go up a little bit because there might be some like okay. stuff up here, but we could just jump to scroll. my latest scroll okay. away. This is what my notes. <laughs> These are my notes in the exact order. Ninety day. The cat will not make it ninety days. Remember, she has a cat, and she's just holding it, and she's like, I'm alone, so I have a cat. And then she's like, pick out my outfit, cat. And she's just shaking it in front of her clothes. That cat. I do not remember this part. I may go back and watch it. We will watch it <laughs> when we're fucking done recording this show. Okay. That cat's not going to make it 90. So these are my notes. The cat will not make it 90 days. Shaking cat syndrome. The African will not make it 90 days. <laughs> Salespeople are the worst. This is jumping to when they're in the dress shop. Oh, that dress was fucking beautiful. Salespeople are the worst. Bitch, he can't afford that. First, no dress worth having is only a few thousand dollars. So he was tripping (laughs) when he thought he was only going to spend a few thousand dollars. I mean, if the purse she wants is 10 grand, like, what do you think she's going to want on a wedding dress? dress? Okay. Um, 
Woo! When they said 60% down, he had a stroke and so did I. <laughs> the dress is gorgeous. Do you notice she knew that number instantly too? Yes. Like she knows her math. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which most many people who like are either good with money or obsessed with money right. know their math. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Finally... Jorge, George, admits that he's poor. Like, finally, he was like, well, girl, whoo. He was, like, sweating in that dress shop. He's like, listen, I said, but I meant in the future, in the next 10 years, if you want to invest in me, I'm going to invest in you. And it just was like, finally, you're saying, like, you're telling this girl, like, you can't afford this life. I mean, we saw what she did when he didn't buy her the purse. I'm real She's going to, like, cut off his penis. Yes. For not buying her this, this dress, dress which was gorgeous it was gorgeous and i i mean she was rocking all of them with her butterface but i would have <laughs> her butterface is getting worse and worse i'm like she needs to get her fillers she needs to find a doctor in la because it's starting to wear down i mean i'm not a big fan of like lip work but she has the big lower and kind of a thin upper yeah but like... her upper is deflating that's why it's getting all weird oh okay see and i thought it so was... she needs the filler and she that. needs it again yeah oh god i'm doing gosh i'd be so scared to get a filler in russia it could be anything in there i don't think i think this is the other problem with americans not all countries are just straight <laughs> thorough world like get out of the 1940s there are nice places in every country basically i mean yes there are countries that are like haiti like right. okay maybe i don't, don't get, get fillers in haiti <laughs> right like they keep getting fucked over by hurricanes right. like they're a poor country they but don't i could do probably well. trust a good doctor for butt implants in colombia yeah i know what they're doing exactly like but implants were born there. It's not the 1920s. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh my I'm, god, it's okay. It's all right. I, I hate to, those comics. <laughs> to educate you. So yeah, I just feel like they're not gonna make it, uh, or maybe they will, because like he's paying for everything. She's American. She wants to be famous. And well, and then she applies. She's just like living with her grandmother before. Like yeah. I don't think she left a career. Like I think no. she was just like, I think she was a kept woman. She had sugar daddies. She had sugar daddies and just was like keeping her Kim Kardashian Instagram account going. Like, which what a life. I mean, yeah, your grandma's cooking for you every day. <laughs> Poor grandma. <laughs> That's true. Like in my head, I'm thinking like if grandma's cooking for you and paying for these things, like are you showing grandma with the clothes you're wearing? Right. Like, <laughs> Does grandma just see you in a sweatshirt and you take those pictures like in your bedroom or when grandma's taking a nap or like at the rich club? Yeah. So, oh, I mean, maybe they'll stay together. I know there's some conflict where they're running away from the cameras like Ooh. in like upcoming episodes. So I'm really waiting for that. Um, but yeah, she's obviously using him for money in the show for fame. And I mean, there's the 90 Day Fiance follow-ups. Uh, Muhammad... He said some comments. He says a lot of comments. But in the most recent episode, he was like talking about this blonde chick that he ran off with to Florida. Which originally I was more feeling towards the end. You liked her, you said. I liked her initially. She seemed like a basic bitch. Yeah, like towards the end. I mean, she She told him bye, Felicia. She... That happened. Like ew, in my head, like ew. I think I saw it on like the coming up. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, did she really? Like, did I hear that right? And then I watched it in real time and yeah. I'm like, 
She says, bye, Felicia. My favorite thing is, one, it's 2016 stock. <laughs> uh, my second favorite thing is, he doesn't understand that, so he's like, bye. <laughs> like, he doesn't even understand that that's, like, not a thing. He honestly thinks, like, my name's not Felicia. Which I'm thinking well. she just said it because, like, I'm being filmed. Why yeah, not? exactly. Basic bitch. <laughs> Get your fucking caramel spice latte, apple pumpkin, whatever it is, girl. And get out. And, like, I'm going to Florida. It's so typical. Like, I'm going to Florida, and now I'm going to California. I'm like, girl, you're going to be right back in South Dakota or wherever the fuck you came exactly. from. Exactly, and you're wasting all your money staying in these places while you're there. Mm-hmm. So, basic bitch. Um, I thought it was very interesting that um, he said that he didn't want to be with someone like that. He didn't want someone like that to support him. Okay. And I was like, support you? You need to support yourself. Like... I don't care how she acts like that should not be your statement like I don't want someone like that to support me and I felt like he meant it in a monetary sense and not like in a relationship right. friendship way and I was like oh you're disgusting I mean well the whole argument when he walks out it seems like he's pushing her more of like well you said you have these contact for jobs like yeah. I want you to call your job guy so I can get a job yeah which I mean is he just if he's using these women mm-hmm. Danielle and mm-hmm. basic bitch mm-hmm. to get some kind of gain if his game from her was oh I'll get employed right then I won't need her then I can be on my own my other theory is he really did knock someone up somewhere <gasps> and he's thinking they're gonna come after me for money so Ooh. I need to be making money Ooh. also the fact if I can get employed that's gonna look better for me than getting deported exactly as this guy that's just wandering from place to place like mooching off of people and I think he wanted to get employed and have his green card still valid before they make it made it invalid with this annulment that's why I think he was pushing to get employed so much because he still has that valid green card but isn't it like a like an intermittent green card or something they said of like it's not like it's still kind of mm. like a process or I have no idea probationary green card no, I don't know maybe not I'm, as familiar maybe I'm mixing it up with something else I was born in this country okay well and I guess in my head then I'm thinking like oh well is the green card like you don't need a work visa or like you just go straight to it or is there going to be I think that is gonna your ha- work visa okay mm-hmm. okay so why does he always say all women are crazy no not true <laughs> Yes, these women are a little crazy. A little bit. I wouldn't even really say they're crazy. I would just be like, they're women who've been pushed to the edge by a guy who's being manipulative. Right. Um, But then also, like, you're just trying to use people. And I think he likes her. I think she's. he thinks she's cute and hot, like American hot. Oh, and she's fun and younger. Exactly. And, yeah. So I think that's why, like, not necessarily using her for money, but using her to have that hot, young, fun thing, like mm-hmm. that American dream. Yeah. But what he doesn't realize is, like, honey... That dream ain't real. Like, women in America come with a lot of attitude and a lot of bite. And not in a bad way, like that girl was saying in fucking Morocco. Like, you should have known I didn't keep my mouth. I'm not one to keep my mouth shut. I'm like, oh, you're so annoying. I hate her. I want her to be kidnapped and murdered. I'm saying it. (laughs) I don't like her. And then there's a part of me that just feels like how naive... And ignorant are you to go to another country for an extended period of time and not be aware. Like, I'm sure you mentioned you have your trip for Italy coming up. Yeah. I'm sure you've looked up when you're in a Vatican, there's a dress code. Yes. Like. Yes, I have. Yes, I have, actually. So. My friend and I actually had that same talk about, like, not wearing sleeveless shirts. Right. And, like, not showing a lot of cleavage. And I was like, I'm so glad we're talking about this because, girl, you know, I always have a ton of cleavage. (laughs) It's hard to not have your some cleave exactly like, <laughs> like cleave cleave unless it's a turtleneck and even then it's coming out so yeah like i was like how did you not just do one google search right 
Or just how do you not know that he's a Muslim man? Right. And in a Muslim country, there's just the Quran. You ain't never heard of it. <laughs> you don't think that they still don't beat women? I'm just kidding. No, no. But like, no, the you, laws you need to know what you're walking conservative, into. Yeah. Right. Like it blows my mind. I'm like, I literally hate everything about you because you make me look like you, even though we could not be further apart. Yeah. And it irritates me how disrespectful she is. Or even like, I know I, well, my sister spent some time in Japan. Like, Oh yeah. You don't tip in Japan. Tipping yeah. is rude. Yeah. Like, so I looked at fucking like, I pinned things of like, which countries you tip in and yeah. like, what's, Per, you know acceptable tip for mm-hmm. different amounts and things mm-hmm. and like even other good practices like there's some places where our, to not burp is rude yeah like there's different shit and if i want to spend five weeks with somebody to yeah. try to impress his fucking family yes and to try to like actually seal the deal on this whole relationship yes. marriage thing i'm maybe buying like oh god this will sound bad but like the burqa or the cover-up whatever yeah. it is that's deemed acceptable in society oh, i'm probably gonna dress for that culture during the time they're calf cans the whole time you've never seen real cans. housewives right like, when they go to dubai they wear calf cans they're beautiful and they're colorful and, and they're comfy so shit <laughs> they make you look slimming because it's just one big moo. yes so and you can probably touch them underneath the calf can and no one will see no one will see <laughs> so it's like how cocky are you yeah. right that's what i think i'm like how cocky are you it's like well i'm an american so i'm just gonna have special rules that's how i feel like she is naive but also thinks that because she's not them she doesn't have to abide by anything that might apply to them that's how you get beheaded especially Same. if you have cameras following you around that's why i just don't think they're gonna make an example out of you i think the end of the episode is like r.i.p white girl from florida <laughs> <laughs> the, the villagers pushed our camera crew out of the way. Right. This is the last footage we have of her. Exactly. <laughs> Tragic. Aslan cannot be reached for comment. Oh, man. Here's a picture of his new beautiful wife. <laughs> <laughs> so their desert trip seemed legitimate. Like yeah. he seemed legitimately happy. I think it's going all downhill because she's not in shape, which I could definitely relate to. I've definitely been asked to do some physical dates where I'm just like, oh, God, this is it's going to be really interesting. Um, <laughs> So, men and women, like friend yeah, dates yeah. and just plain old yeah, boy yeah. dates. I'm just like, oh, God. All right, everyone be patient. So, yeah, I think it's going downhill. But Muhammad is crazy. Danielle is stupid. I know we're dropping all over the place, but. Danielle has Muhammad 2.0. <laughs> yes. Well, no, Danielle is Muhammad's girl. I know, but how is she cleaning up? That she's already got this other young foreign guy that oh, went Muhammad with her. Oh, I forgot. Yes. I like him. Gabe? Okay, but why do they go to a fucking skating rink on a date? That's so child molester. Yeah. It wasn't like adult night either, like 80s yeah. music. It was just a bunch of children. They were skating. How old is Gabe? He's like 22 or something. He looks super young. Mm-hmm. He's also not from America. He said but, he's going through a separation. Yeah. He's already here, so girl, why not? True, and I mean, he seemed up front of kind of like, I like older women because they got I their like shit those together. Big old ones. They don't play games. Yeah, I like them a little bigger. I like, like them a little. I was like, listen, she's... Gabe, you got me. <laughs> you know I mean not like you. I'm not gonna date you, but like I'm on Gabe's team. Like, listen, and 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 that's what like attraction is about. Like, yeah, I would never say like, oh, why would you like her? Like, she's not the prettiest. It's like, yeah, like by the standards, society standards, she might not be the prettiest, but like by like someone else's standards which i'm attracted to people people wouldn't think attractive like yeah they can be attracted to someone so Mm -hmm. if gabe was like listen i love the big older ones get it girl go for danielle but she's like when she said at the end of that episode that she's trying to get mohammed to come back to her back 
And what, when, when you're saying that sentence, how does that not sound so fucked up to you right. that you're trying to trick a man to get back with you? Right. Why wouldn't you want to just be with a man who says he likes exactly who you are? And then the other thing that seems crazy to me is we know she wasn't in a good place financially when he came over. She was she, not. Because yep. she tricked him. Mm-hmm. He has since left her. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we moved all the bills over to this person's name. To his name. Because she can't. I mean, you don't know this, but like when you have bad credit and then uh, have so many accounts that have been like defaulted, new like light people or cable people or any other bill. But wouldn't will not, he have like no credit? He would have better. No is better than real okay, bad. I mean, okay. no is just as right. bad. But like that's why you hear about people like real, real sad cases where people will take out credit cards or put like phone bills in their children's name okay, because yeah. your child who's a minor has no credit but like I've to a simpleton shit. like algorithm they're just showing up as like okay not bad so they'll be able to get issued right. so i was like that makes sense that they put all that in his name because her credit her life she just she's made very poor decisions so it's all to shit oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh and then uh paulo is going to become like a miami model Ooh, and they're getting divorced yeah no i i she's picking that career over him she took off that top pretty easy and he's like not even being considerate and he's like i should be making decisions and when he was upset that she wasn't happy that he found a job somewhere else Which i was it, like it seemed like he made it sound like i have an interview not even i have an offer yeah. but like hey heads up which I think that's a different conversation. I'm like, hey, like, not to get your hopes up, but I do have an interview. Yeah. What would you think about Seattle? Yeah. Which, which you actually had that conversation. Which, mind you, she came back pretty hard in terms of like, no, I want to live in Miami. Like, but she told him that before he left. Before she right, left. which is why she's doing the whole Miami trip. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's some kind of conversation, which I feel like he probably could have opened differently. Of kind of like, yeah. hey, I know we're like tying out Miami. Yeah. You're seeing it out there, just so you know. If that's not working out, or if right. you're not feeling it, I potentially have this thing going on in Seattle. Like, right. you know, as here's another, you know, bird in the hand or some shit. Like, yeah. whatever one of those sayings is. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Right, yeah. No, oh. <laughs> yes, one, yes, one in one, the hand is better than two in the bush. Yes, exactly. So, I could get this bird in my hand in Seattle. Yeah. Well, you're bushing it in Miami. <laughs> and she's just like no miami's it it's going really well which i feel like she can say i have a bird in my hand in miami and you're bushing it in seattle because you just got an interview which i wonder just because i've heard about some sleazy like modeling agencies before like Uh air quotes Uh um did she pay for that photo shoot or did she agency pay for the show right because if she paid for the photo shoot and then they're just like oh girl it's not gonna work out like here's your copy of the prints like how many other people do they do that to exactly so so interesting um there's the asian couple which i just feel like they're gonna move to thailand they feel kind of boring i could see them going to thailand and it does seem kind of crazy when he's talking about it it'd be really hard like i don't want us to not be able to come back to america i'm thinking like bitch this is exactly what she did for you literally the same thing you're not considering the vice versa knowing that her parents are in bad health yeah um i do i am somewhat intrigued with how the erasia um, Israeli Israeli couples working out. Yeah, I do like that it ended on her idea of like I knew this was gonna happen. I'm mm-hmm. scared. I like that she came out about mm-hmm. her Tourette's. her disorder. I mm-hmm. think she handles it very well. Yeah, um, I also never notice and would never notice unless they like showed it more. Like I, I was surprised when she said people online were talking about like she has a drug problem because I was like I never noticed that she twitched at all. I think maybe I saw it once, but mm-hmm. that's like me like deep dark researching in right. my head. Right. Um. And I do like that she made the suggestion of like, well, let's just bring them over here. Like, I yeah. want you. You want to take yeah. care of your parents. How can we bring them? To- 
feel like that's easier said than done. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, what was the process for the green card? Yeah, exactly. And the K-1 and all exactly. that. Exactly. Like, I don't think you can have K-1 in-laws. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So, good luck with that. Oy. We uh, had some microphone problems, so we're very sorry. Are we back? Oh, also, I saw a shot where Danielle has a really creepy, like, baby doll collection. What? It was really quick. It was like a pan in her house. What? But they were, like, all against a mirror. Oh, God. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, and it was around the time when she was talking about the, like, part of me thinks, like, with having this conversation and the yeah. annulment, I can get him back. Like, I'm thinking, like, between you wanting him back and those fucking dolls oh, over there. No. Like, you're going to murder him. No. Like, this is crazy. That is crazy. I did not see that. I don't want to see I'm it. I'm not saying I haven't Gross. kept a few dolls. Right. They are not sitting out on display like that. <laughs> they are hidden away, and yeah. I only play with them in private. <laughs> oh, creep. Not oh like God. dirty play with them. I know. Like, we're still, friends. still creepy. <laughs> dirty play and regular play. It's still not okay. Oh, okay. Is that it for our reality I shows? I that's it for reality shows. So long. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay. I feel like, what did we say I was going to make you watch on TV after this? Oh, <laughs> oh! Something where she's shaking the cat. <laughs> where totally where Moose and Squirrel is shaking the cat. <laughs> watch that. Okay, cat, cat, shaking cat. the cat. To okay, the cat's not going to make an nineties. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the cat's dead. We're hour and a half into this. It's a two-hour episode of us rambling. So let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's wrap this up. We saw the girl on the train. Yo. With Emily Blunt. Man. And Justin Thoreau. Don't leave him out. Okay, so there will be spoilers, but I feel like we don't have to go over every inch of the plot. Same. If you are in... If you're not interested in seeing this movie, if you're interested in seeing this movie, if you haven't read the book, stop. Stop. Stop it right now. And you don't listen until you've watched this movie because it is worth your $10. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Mm-hmm. Wait on that wa- library waiting list. Yeah. Plus, you've already listened to this for an hour and a half, so you're totally done. Stop. This is basically enough. Just pause it. Pause. Just pause it. Pause and come back. You'll go back. Yeah. You'll get it later. Exactly. The movie is worth it, I promise you. Go ahead, Agnes. So, we got Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the main character. Um... We're introduced to her. She seems kind of sad. Yeah. Rides on a train she back said some and forth. Quotes I'm going to put on my whiteboard and my on my fridge about sadness. Yeah, and it's change. The way I did read the book, the way the book's written, it is heavy and dark mm-hmm. and um I I actually like Stephen King had a quote of like she captures like what alcoholism is Ooh. and like being in that fog. Ooh, I might have to read this book. So, she's going through a lot mm-hmm. um we get introduced to another character that's someone that she actually saw from the train and it's kind of like oh you know they look so in love they have this perfect life right they live a few houses down from where i used to live right. i watch them i think about them i make up names and stories for them mm-hmm. then we get introduced to this girl and this girl's got more of a gone girl thing going on like yeah. she's more just kind of like you know, everyone looks at me and sees this or mm-hmm. thinks this. Mm-hmm. I like to reinvent myself a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to move on. Exactly. Like, I've done this a couple of years. I'm not feeling it anymore. And, like, literally, she's married. So, like, move yeah. on from her marriage. Yeah. Right. Um, we also get a little bit of this other woman who has her baby mm-hmm. and seems happy with the baby and the husband. Mm-hmm. Then she has a nanny, mm-hmm. which happens to be a girl that says, I'm just going to move on. Yep. Whose name is Megan. Megan. And Megan tells Anna, the mom, 
uh, that she nannies for of, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to stop nannying. Yeah. She's like, holy shit, like, you're not giving me notice. She's like, you don't really have a job. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't make your charity group or whatever, like, right. it's kind of not the end of the world. Right. She says it nicer than that, even. She does. That's like, still hurtful. I, yeah, I'm leaving you hanging, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can take care of your kid. Exactly. And honestly, there was a part of me... When she does her little speech of like, yeah, but I have to do this, this, and this. I feel like that's the expectation we have on mm-hmm. like the stay-at-home moms mm-hmm. of like, oh, when you have to get the perfect organic food and you have to cook these meals yeah. and you have to like make sure the kids listen to Mozart and all that shit and yeah. like fuck your husband in the night. Like that's these expectations that society and we set on ourselves. Yep. I don't know anyone who actually meets that. Agreed. In real life. I know. I feel like I know people who meet that on Facebook, but who knows what their life is really like. Exactly. No, and I think yeah. people put that out on Facebook because that's how they want to be perceived. Right. I, it's refreshing when I've seen people that have recently had children that'll say, like, this kid shat all over at mm-hmm. me at the doctor's office. And, mm-hmm. like, because that's what it's real. Exactly. And if I decide to take that crossroad, I'd like to know what I'm getting into. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to hand make the baby food. Because maybe I try it once and all the shit goes bad or I'm like just worried it's going to go bad and bacteria and all that. Oh, I'm just going to buy the, that. yeah, no, I'm going to buy the baby food. I'm going to try to hand make mine. I actually don't want children though. So this is, what am I? <laughs> you can make the for? baby food for it's me. Called, it's, li- <laughs> it's just literally you can be my baby. You can be my baby chef. <laughs> okay. I can make your baby food. Oh well, yeah. So, so we got these three different women mm-hmm. um, come to find out that... Rachel, the main character, the alcoholic, was previously married to perfect baby mama's... Is her name Anna? Anna, yeah. Okay. Anna's husband is Rachel's ex-husband. Yes. Uh, Which he cheated. He cheat. So him and Rachel... And you get the backstories more over time mm-hmm. throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. But him and Rachel were together. They went through some fertility issues. Yes. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. She was pretty depressed about that. Yeah. She starts drinking more. Mm-hmm. Her drinking it's apparently like fights and violence. Yeah, and causes all kinds these of issues in the marriage. Mm-hmm. It disintegrates. During that time, he's also cheating on her. Yep. So they get divorced. Um, about two years back. Now he's with Anna, and they mm-hmm. have the baby. Mm-hmm. They're living in her old house. Ooh. Which honestly, there's a part of me like I don't like to go to on like vacations or like restaurants you went to with your ex oh yes which mind you is very petty so petty but i'm not gonna live in the other bitch's house no or if we are i'm we're gutting the shit out exactly yeah anything she's touched is out yeah gone if you fucked her on it it's gone it's gone which mind you there's like a junkin rant that rachel has at one point she's like i wonder if she knows i had sex with him like on that same table where she feeds that baby and i was like i don't think she know that (laughs) (laughs) i don't think she found the tape (laughs) exactly exactly Um, so then one day the train's going by Mm -hmm. rachel sees megan on the balcony Mm -hmm. which mind you she's pretty loosey-goosey with this balcony she'll walk out in her underwear like yeah she'll make out with her husband but you imagine their their backyard faces a field right every once in a while a train goes by and the train is in the distance exactly you know you're not thinking you're gonna see a nipple exactly um and she's like hugging this guy first she sees him in the back Mm -hmm. then there's kind of a turn rachel realizes this is not the man i normally see her cuddling with. right and rachel's obsessed with this couple because she's like you know 
lost her husband and is sad. And so this is kind of her little piece of happiness in the day. These are the only people she talks to other than people she knows through podcast face groups. <laughs> so when something goes the way she doesn't think it's going to go, she loses she it. She loses it. She loses it. She goes on a drunken rampage. Mm-hmm. She makes friends with someone in the bathroom. Another drunk lady who needs um, to be an AA. She, I thought her performance was really good. That was great. Um, she does a very scary video where she talks about, like, I mm. want to go and just beat the shit out of her. And I yeah. would punch her head in and grab I mean, her by her hair. I was so scared at some point. About halfway through, I wanted Agnes to hold my hand the whole time. Because they were, and we saw this in a theater filled with strangers. Strangers. I wanted everybody <laughs> to hold my hand. I just need reassurance that things were going to be okay. Which, in my head, I'm, it, everything seemed to stick pretty well to the book. Okay. So I knew what was going to happen, but I was also like, how are they going to show it? Are they going to include that? Okay. Or are they going to change it slightly? Just, okay. you know, depending on how they were going to present it. Okay. So I knew it was coming. And when, when you jumped, I was like, I was jumping too. And then for a thriller movie there's a lot of sex there's a lot of violence yeah but um, not too much where i felt bored by it there were some cringy moments but yeah. i wonder if that's because i was very into the story emotionally as well yeah um yeah so she goes on this drunken rampage uh, her whole thing is seeing that betrayal because mm-hmm. in her mind they love e- this couple loves each other right they're invested in a relationship but this is the bradgelina for her exactly this is her bradgelina mm-hmm. that he was fucking somebody else Mm -hmm. and it opens up that wound Mm -hmm. of when she discovered her hubby was fucking the realtor Mm because she found the dirty emails yeah and so she loses it gets super drunk thinks she yeah gets off on the train knows it's over by like those houses yep blacks out Mm-hmm. wakes up with blood on her dirt on her doesn't quite know what happened mm-hmm. she pissed herself like oh, just yeah. all you know just a mess like a dirty mess if you're thinking about maybe drinking less <laughs> watch this movie and it'll it'll maybe inspire you <laughs> sure girl <laughs> no it's not gonna do that i had two drinks and the only reason i didn't have more is because i had to go pee and i didn't want to miss anything <laughs> so she's and at that point she does i know throughout the book it's more clear of there's times back and forth where she tries to get clean okay like i'm at four days i'm at two days okay i haven't had a drink since yesterday afternoon or like yesterday at noon okay um so she's trying to clean up she goes to an a meeting then she finds out that this girl that she's obsessed with is missing Mm -hmm. and it all kind of unfolds from there (laughs) right um i don't know how far we're going into this i'm just listening i mean we know there's going to be spoilers so i just feel like oh i don't want to spoil anything okay oh dude i mean we could try to not spoil anything no no because it's a point like you just have to watch it ahead of time all right go into it okay so so hard to talk about rachel goes to the other girl's hubby Mm -hmm. and is like hey i'm her friend she lies about that right uh she's cheating on you because I saw her from the train, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, holy shit. And mind you, we're seeing bits from Megan's sessions with her psychiatrist mm-hmm. of... Which, by the way, psychiatrists never talk to patients that long. No, really it should be a psychologist because we didn't see any pill prescriptions going on. Exactly. Yeah, so her counselor. We're exactly. calling her counselor. Exactly. The guy, yeah, so her counselor that she's seen, we're seeing these sessions and she's talking about him being possessive of her mm-hmm. possibly violent mm-hmm. he calls it verbal abuse he wants her to get pregnant mm-hmm. 
She doesn't have a lot of friends because he keeps her away. He checks her emails and phone and is very nosy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we're also seeing Megan's a very sexual person. And very sexual. Yeah. Inappropriate sexual. Like, I'm not sure she actually had an affair with her psychiatrist or her, like, therapist. Um, I think she tried a lot. Okay. And he pushed her away. Okay. And it definitely crossed the line, like, in normal therapy, he would have to like terminate that that oh, like yeah, yeah. that that relationship or whatever, and like refer her to someone else because like once your patients start having feeling for you, then it's not going to work. So, but I actually think a lot of the times I think that he was just comforting her. Okay. And like maybe cross the therapy line, but I don't think he had a sexual relationship with her. See, and it's clearer in the book. Okay. I think the indication in the movie is there's a line mm-hmm. later on mm-hmm. where he says, it's not me and it's not him. Yeah, the husband says that because... Right. The because uh, what's her face? Oh, the detective would have, which I guess in the reality would be true if he never actually slept with her. Exactly. Too. Like, okay, it couldn't have been him because he did not have sex with her. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So he's very upset and bothered by this. The detectives start talking to Rachel, saying mm-hmm. like, "Were you, you there? Were over there? You yeah. were reported over there? Yeah. Blah blah." Because she ran into the wife. Right. Like, the wife saw her over there, and, and she told the husband like she's over here and I'm scared. Yeah, and we have scenes for the wife of they keep getting all these like calls from unknown numbers Mm -hmm. and it's racial harassing them Mm -hmm. and there's times when she calls when she's drunk and she leaves like crazy voicemails. Right, exactly. Um, uh, So then from there Rachel's getting information from like reading the stories and talking with the husband. Right, because now she's obsessed with this and it kind of, she kind of says like she has a purpose now. Yeah. Like to find out and kind of be enthralled in this woman's life now. Right. Because now she's hanging out with the husband more. Yeah. um, And she's in that neighborhood which is where she wants to be so she kind of has a purpose so she's like getting more into the story. Inserting herself into the story. Yeah, and she... There's a point where she says, like, I want us to find her in a couple of days, but, like, for now, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Or, like, I'm, I like where it's going. Yeah. Um, finds out she's seen the psychiatrist. Rachel go well, psychiatrist, the counselor. Yeah. Rachel goes to the counselor. Yes. To kind of pick his brain a little yeah. bit. See what he's about. But then ends up being a legit patient in terms mm-hmm. of things she's talking about, too. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, and as these things are going along, like I said, like the backstories are kind of unfolding too. Yeah, like they're like, doing definitely a lot of flashbacks and flash forwards. It's definitely something you need to pay attention to. Yeah. Because they'll te- keep you in present day and then take you back a year. And yeah. then te- keep take you back four months and then push you back to present day and then take you back six months. Which they do at least give you that heads up. Yeah. Of there is a screen where it'll say six months ago. Yeah, Two exactly. months ago, present day. Exactly. Two years ago. Exactly. To try to give you an idea. So yeah. as these and as we're getting these flashbacks, we're getting more about Megan's background, mm-hmm. a little bit how she was kind of troubled before. Yep. Um, we're seeing how her brother died, and she kind of and her parents died. Yeah. So. Uh, and then she mentions like when she was young, she had a relationship, and she like ran off for mm-hmm. like a year or two. Come to find out later on during that time, because she's kind of said before like she doesn't like Natalie, she doesn't like the baby, right? her she's not on board with her husband wanting her to get pregnant right come to find out like she comes to the therapist is crying i just gotta tell somebody she had a kid yep when, when she was she's a teen 17. yep she was kind of living in like a dire situation right taking a bath with the kid yep falls asleep 
the kid drowns in the tub mm-hmm. when she's because the kid's in the tub with her. Mm-hmm. She freaks out. They bury the kid. Um, in the book, it's kind of more light on it. Okay. Because both the information comes out and it comes out publicly. Oh. And so then it's also like this woman's missing. This woman committed infanticide. <gasps> like Ooh. you know, like what what kind of person are we really dealing with? Kind of a thing. Mm. And, you know, what are people's thoughts on that as it's coming out publicly? Interesting. So that's an, another thing that's... Maybe there's some deleted scenes. It's it's more emphasized in the book. I like it more private. Yeah. Um, and so then it comes out that at the time Megan was missing, she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which... The husband didn't know. The husband didn't know, and he's upset about that. He's like, the counselor knew, and I didn't know. Yep. Which he says, this is what I wanted, which, right. I mean, it seems like he's kind of, like, crazy, like, pro-magna guy at this exactly. point. Like, I, you know, like, you're my wife. I fuck you. We have babies. Like, exactly. You don't have friends. He definitely wants that cookie-cutter, yeah. sad, I mean, not sad, <laughs> cookie-cutter, like, standard life. Right. Like, suburbia yeah. life. Yeah. So, he's upset about that. hmm Then it comes out with a test. Mm-hmm. And of this baby was not the husband's. Yes. Or the counselors. Or the counselors. And so at this point, this is when the husband finds out that Rachel wasn't really friends with Megan. Exactly, because the police tell him. And signs hint that he may have actually been abusive because he goes crazy and mm-hmm. assaults Rachel. Exactly. Because um, initially he tries to play it off like he's still believing her of like, oh, well, you knew her. You're such good friends. Who else was she fucking? Right. And then that's when he's like, oh, you really didn't know her, do you? You never even talked to her. Exactly. He attacks her. He like pushes her and hits her. She gets away. Um, She tries to talk to the police about it. They're still kind of pushing back on her of you're obsessed with this woman. she's a crazy drunk. You're crazy drunk. You're obsessed with this person. Why would you befriend the other obvious suspect? Right. This woman who used to be the nanny of your ex-husband, like, I think she just, it just, like, ties together that you're just drunk and you're trying to get with your ex-husband. Yeah, you've been harassing your mm-hmm. ex-husband's family, mm-hmm. like, you know, take a step back. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that happens is Lisa Kudrow has not quite a cameo. Yeah, I know. But I a small know. part. Yeah. One of the flashbacks includes Emily Blunt, like belligerent drunk at yeah. a work party mm-hmm. lisa kudrow is the friend of like the uh, boss's wife the boss's wife mm-hmm. of her husband's boss's wife mm-hmm. and in the first flashback you see emily like losing her shit oh yeah. like she's throwing deviled drunk, eggs at people she's yeah. breaking dishes Being super rude at this at their house where they're hosting yeah her mm-hmm. and her husband's like you just lost me my job like yeah. this is crazy yeah um and she's like violent with him and it's not a good situation mm-hmm. and then there's another flash of like them fighting on the stairs and yeah. her like almost hitting him with a golf club and yeah, breaking a mirror bashing shit yeah so and my, this is one of the times where she's a little more sober like mm-hmm. trying to clean up she runs into her and she decides cause mind you I mean she's working the steps she's working the steps mm-hmm. there's a lot of addiction there's a lot of shame mm-hmm. she goes up and she's like I'm really sorry about that party like, right and mind you this is also something that in theory was like two three years ago True. Uh, with the timeline that yeah. they're gonna. No, that's true. So she's like, "Hey, I was, I'm really sorry about that party, like blah blah." Like, yeah. And initially, she's kind of like, "Oh, we were all drinking, and like, no yeah. big deal." Don't worry Which, about it. In my head, like, how drunk were you if you didn't notice the person throwing the eggs? And literally screaming, "I don't give a fuck!" Like, at your house. At your house. <laughs> like so rude. 
But then Lisa Kudrow gives yeah. an entirely different story. Yes. She says, you started to feel sick, so we let you, like, lay down in the guest room. And like, I would have... Yeah. That remembered was you being violent at my house. She's like, remember, blah, blah. And you were so sweet and so kind and just didn't feel well. Yeah. You know, and then Emily's like, I got... His name Nick? I can't remember now. I don't know. Do that. Nick's It's, it's Scott. <laughs> no, no, Scott's the other husband. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Justin. Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau. Uh-huh. So she's like, but I got Justin fired. Yeah. She's like, no, Justin got himself fired because he fucked everything. In the office. And we felt sorry for you. Yes. Which, mind you, I, I don't know if there's ever an appropriate way or a polite way to tell someone you felt sorry for them. Because I feel no, that's the moment when they're apologizing for something their husband obviously lied about. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only way. That's your only avenue. No, I mean I, and yeah, I don't know if it's that time, term "sorry" in that context, like yeah. that particular phrase. Because I think I've I've told people like, "Oh, I felt so bad for you," mm-hmm. like meant more to be sympathetic of yeah. like, "Oh, that's so hard." But I don't know the felt sorry for you. I don't know if. Like it's, it's like you're putting like yourself, yeah, you're putting mm. yourself up and pitying them. Well, of like, oh, poor little you having to go through that. Like, well, poor little you, you had a miscarriage, right? You had an unsuccessful IVF. Yeah, you had. You're obviously yeah. battling something because you of your children, like not having children. Yeah. And then you have this dick ass husband who can't keep his dick in his pants. Yeah. So I do see where women would be like, oh God, I actually feel bad for this girl. Like, not even because when you're removed, you're not friends with her. But right. it's like, wow, I feel so sorry for you. Like, your life is shit, and your husband's treating you horribly, and you can't even see it because you're so sad. Oof. So from there, it starts to click in Rachel's head of like. Oh, he fucking lied about this. Like blatant lie. Maybe it went differently. Yeah. Maybe, she starts having flashbacks. Yeah. Of like, maybe he was more aggressive and pushy and I yeah. was trying to say sorry. Yeah. And he hit me. Maybe he was the one like mm. breaking the glass. Mm-hmm. And being violent. And, and I was just, you know, blubbering around. And drunk. Um, so then from there she's kind of changing her perspective she's trying to do what she can to get the memories to come back revisiting the area revisiting the area on the other side of it there's like we get these little conversations with anna and justin like having their little marriage talks Mm -hmm. and then there's a point where she's like trying to break the password on his computer yeah because she's like suspicious about oh the cop tells her like you don't have anything against this woman, his ex-wife. Like, yeah. you just have phone calls from a number, you know, from an unknown number. Like, Yeah, she's saying, like, you need something. And how do you know he's not telling her to keep calling me? Which I was like, good point. Right. He could be, be like, girl, I still like you. And then fucks her when she's drunk and she doesn't remember. And then is like, I don't like this bitch. I don't know her. Yeah, because I know, like, from harassment stuff like i watched this other like crazy british documentary on like domestic violence and Mm -hmm. how it's like dealt with there and it was pretty good Mm -hmm. but like there's one where there's like harassment thing going on the big thing with that is not only like you tell the person not contact you yeah but you don't continue to talk to them yeah like it's not like every time they show up they say go away go away at that point you're supposed to ignore them yeah so if he's responding back that's a conversation Mm -hmm. so that's the other thing if he's sending her messages and stuff like that so she's trying to dig through that and then there's a point where she's 
like packing a bag for him or like unpacking because she's a good little fucking wife no is that wait how did she find the phone <laughs> she was trying to hack his laptop uh, and can't figure out the password and goes to put it back and hear something like click in there which is uh, normal like when i'm putting my yeah, yeah. my laptop back in the bag and i hear something weird she digs in there to see like what hit the laptop and it's a cell phone that's okay. not his cell phone so that was like real housewives like mixing i know I was like, <laughs> you just literally made that up <laughs> my bad guys it's late <laughs> it's late i feel bad for nikki no i'm fine okay um no and so like she um yeah she finds it and she's like checking the messages and it's like i'm with my daughter right now um like she's reading the messages on this phone and it says hey i'm with eva or irie whatever that daughter's name right now evie i mean evie right now like can't talk or something so obviously involves him and their daughter right she doesn't know what this phone is so she just like um one she hides it because the husband comes home but eventually that night she goes outside and she there's like no voicemail there's nothing on it and she's like what phone is this so she listens to like the actual voicemail greeting yeah and it's the woman who's missing the oh which they found her body by now right yeah oh yeah and then there's a point where they find the body they find the body blunt force trauma dead oh and then that's how they know she's pregnant too because they found the body duh sorry so it's the woman (laughs) who's dead yeah um and she's just kind of like what the fuck and he comes out and he's like oh what are you she he comes out and she throws the phone before he comes out and he's like oh what are you doing she's like i heard a noise and he's like all right come inside but you see this look on her face where it's like she's nervous but then she goes automatically to like i'm just gonna pretend that didn't happen and there is a little bit of his face because it's like if you heard something why wouldn't you wake me up exactly why wouldn't you be like you're scared ass bitch like you would just come out here like what are you doing yeah especially since you guys have like a known stalker harasser too exactly so yeah yeah, there's definitely like this thing where they almost acknowledge it secretly between the two of them they're like they know something happened yeah oh okay so one thing that was different in the book if i remember if i'm remembering the book right okay there's a flashback with rachel like in one of her like drunken stupors Uh where she misses her home Mm -hmm. wants to go back to her house Mm -hmm. she's at the house the way they do it in the movie is she the mom's like passed out on the couch i'm sure sleep deprived yeah and rachel just picks up the baby and is like you're a cute baby and like i'm gonna the baby yeah. walks in the backyard holding the baby just yeah. chilling mom wakes up is freaking out like thinking rachel's trying to kidnap the baby yeah rachel just sets the baby down because like, that seems like the safest thing no problem i don't want no problems you know like a bomb yeah put it down gently <laughs> exactly and you run away exactly um so if i remember right in the book the way it happened is she still wanders into the house uh-huh but they if i if i'm not mixing it up because it is late and it was like a year ago that I read it. Mm. But I'm pretty sure the thing was, or the way Rachel remembers it, is the baby was crying. Okay. And him and her were both home, but they were like having a fight in another room. No. And so in her mind, it's like, the baby's crying. Like, you got to help the baby. Like, somebody oh. go to the baby. And like, that's it. And then that, then they realize, oh my gosh, she's out there with the baby. Yeah. And that's how it goes down. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then... So then... Anna knows something's up. Yeah. Rachel starts getting some memories back. She starts getting some memories back. Yeah. So she remembers that night where she's, you know, in the tunnel Mm -hmm. and has drunken stupor. She runs into the girl and she's like, hey, like she's drunk. She's like, you're a slut. And the girl is walking towards this car. Yeah. And uh, the girl turns around and it turns out she's walking towards Justin Thoreau to get in his car. And she's like, Anna's back there. Or, or Rachel's back there. 
Rachel's back there. Who's Anna? Uh, Anna. So Anna is the wife. Anna's the baby. wife. Yeah. So so like there's between the flashes because both Anna and Megan look similar. They do. They're they're both attractive blondes. Mm-hmm. So Megan. from the back. Initially, Rachel's fear when she like had this blackout is like, oh my gosh, did I actually go into the house? Yeah. Or did I assault Anna, Anna. in some way? Because like that I, was her intention. I ran into Anna and like I cussed her out. Yeah. And at first she even thinks like Anna like hit her with something. Yeah. So I mean, with these flashes, she's thinking Anna hit me. Like mm-hmm. Anna attacked me. Mm-hmm. But then we come to find out that person was really Megan. Mm-hmm. Megan was walking towards Justin. Mm-hmm. And then as we get more of the flashback, Justin came after Rachel. Yes. And beat the shit out of drunk and Rachel. Literally beat the shit out of her and like laid her down in like the dirty water yeah and threw her purse in the middle of the road and walked away which was crazy and mind you megan definitely a little off her rocker too because she sees like the purse lane doesn't see rachel walking back for the purse so it's like but what did you do to her and then he shows up behind her and she's like what happened and he's like oh don't worry about it it's like did you just beat the shit out of that exactly did you just kill somebody like you didn't take her to the local hospital like right yeah but she obviously doesn't care because they've been having a long time affair for a while since she probably was with rachel see i don't if I remember right from the book, mm-hmm. the Megan stuff wasn't really going on until she was the nanny, as disgusting as that is. Or, wow. no, oh no. It I think, happened before. I think right before the nanny, but mm-hmm. pre Rachel. Okay. He's done with Rachel. He's definitely with Anna. Mm-hmm. He has the kid. And then he's like, I need a new hot. And then he's, thing. I need the new side pussy. So then he goes with Megan. Yeah. And then hires her as a nanny. Yeah, so then Megan and him are out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just like, I just want to get the woods. Because the woods are kind of like her safety. Yeah, yeah, she kind of likes to be in the dark and alone because she's a weirdo. Yeah, um, she's a little dark. You know, yeah, no Facebook groups for her. Uh-uh. So then she she tells him, "I'm pregnant." Like, yeah, and mind you, this girl she she has a good time with a couple of people. Right, she's and like, she's married, and she's married. She's like, it could be yours. Mm-hmm. Which, mind you, we have no idea if she was gonna. I don't. Maybe they say it in the book because it goes through the different narrators. Right, but she could have been like she could have played that off as Scott's baby for all we know. These she these are both could've. white guys with dark hair. Yeah, she could have, and she didn't even say like. And I'm gonna. She's like, I just wanted you to let you know because it could yeah. be yours. And yeah. I think she flipped when he was like, I don't give a fuck about you and your baby. Right. Keep it if it's your husband's. Abort that shit if it's mine. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. Not even yeah. just like stay away from me and pretend it's your husband. It's just yeah. like kill that baby. Yeah, yeah. Which I think sets a trigger off in her because she had a baby that died. Right. And you know to to be just discarded. True. That's another thing. So yeah. then she's like, "Fuck you. I'm keeping this baby if it's yours or not. And if it is yours, I'm going to take all your money. <laughs> I'm going to take it all." That's the other thing. These bitches don't work. They're Mm-mm. either employed or on alimony, Mm-mm. yeah, or hubby money. They're living the life. Maybe the roommate works. The roommate works for sure. And the detective is a woman. <laughs> yes, yes, women. Presumably, the boss's wife doesn't have a job, but right. she's in and out of the city on the train. Right, exactly. Hair appointments, exactly. So which I do, I do think Lisa Kudrow's a which well. Like you can tell, like there's like a little oh, no, bit of she things. Looks good. Yeah, but she looks good. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so, like, she, like, kind of just, like, goes off, like, fuck you, and you're a horrible man, and you, like, you cheated on Anna, and then you cheated on, or you cheated on Rachel, Rachel, and then you cheated Anna. on Anna, and, like, with me, and you're just pathetic. That's yeah. what you are. You're a pathetic, impotent man, and he loses it. Because he's a psychopath. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He's a psychopath. Yeah. And so he literally hits her with something. 
the, there's like a struggle. She falls back and hits her head. Oh, yeah, that's right. She hits her head. Like, he pushes her because he's kind of like, fuck you. Yeah. So he pushes her. She hits her head. Then he's doing the version of, like, the wood curb stomp. What's that? Or, well, maybe not that aggressive. He's definitely, like, kicking her in the head. He literally stomps her fucking face. He's stomping her fucking face. But in. he thinks that murders her, which I'm like, he only stomped her two times. Do you know what it takes to murder people? They looked like aggressive stomps. <laughs> they looked... Oh, that was so hard to watch. That's yeah, when I so really wanted is, you to hold my This is some hand. of the parts where it's like gory oh. and violent. And then he's dragging her away. And then... She comes to because she's like, bitch, you just knocked me unconscious. Then he gets a rock. Oh, and he... Oh. And then, and then the, she doesn't make it after the rock. Guys, she died. Did we say that already? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. She's dead. She doesn't pop up at the end. No. Six months pregnant. Oh, I'm stressed out already again. So, so this is all coming out around the time that Rachel goes talk to Anna. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all happening at the same time. Yeah. When Rachel's getting her memories back of what she saw and connecting the dots. Yeah. And then... When Rachel goes to try to like warn Anna, yeah, like, of like this is a bad. Get guy. your baby. Get your baby. Eat get out crap. of here. Yeah. And then Anna, you could kind of, you know, it seems clear to Rachel and yeah. definitely clear to everybody. She's kind of accepted at this point. Yeah. She's like, we don't know that. We that's, don't. That's not one hundred percent. Uh uh. And I got this big old house and this baby, and I don't work. I'm cool with this. Girl. And then Anna, and then Rachel tries to do the like he's definitely cheating on you. He was fucking Megan. Yeah. She's like, I know. Mm-hmm. I made my peace with it. He cheated on, and she even says like, "Honey, I knew he was a liar and a cheat when I met him because we were going behind your back." Exactly. Which how how are you ever comfortable in that relationship? <laughs> you're not. You're you're kind of a hungry bitch. You're always <laughs> watching your back. Whew keeping your titties up <laughs> um that pilates <laughs> got a pilates mm-hmm. so then so then around that time then justin comes home or justin was home yeah he's he was like, home he sees rachel there mm-hmm. initially they go in the house but rachel's mad yeah rachel's mad because i can think at this point i've done everything i'm supposed to do i'm right. trying to save some fucking right. people yeah and your prick ass psychopathic dick yeah is still gonna do some harm yep so she's pounding on the door and she's yelling i know you killed her which oh. presumably these houses aren't they're decent sized houses but they're close but they're close yeah. and i'm sure everyone on this street knows what's going down oh yeah especially the drama like the ex-wife was seen with the nanny the former nanny and the two right. neighbors down and then oh yeah oh and then the police think rachel's sleeping with the the husband oh, yeah. and they were having an affair the rumor mill is a going if we live in this neighborhood we are watching with binoculars and popcorn absolutely so she's been on the door i know you killed her da-da. he drags her inside yeah he beats her around he mm-hmm. throws alcohol in her face mm-hmm. when she tries to say no i'm yeah. not gonna drink it the whole time anna's just watching Anna's just watching. With her baby. Which, on one end, if you think of... If we're going to try to be an Anna advocate... Okay. This is probably what she's wanted to see for years. Oh. Or the whole time of... Oh, because she's crazy and that crazy ex She's crazy. She tried to kidnap her baby. She calls all the time. But it's like, girl, you were the homewrecking slut. So what do you think was going to... Like, how would a woman... How would a woman react to that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess on her... At her end, this is a visual representation of you are choosing me over her again. Mm-hmm. Because, mind you, that's what you did with the divorce. Yeah, exactly. But um, she's just watching. She's just enthralled. Yeah. But then it's when they start. There's a point where, like, Rachel's yelling at him when Anna brings up, I found the phone. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah. I found the phone. Yep. And then she makes the connections, too. 
And I think that's when she starts to become more sympathetic for Rachel. Yeah. Because Rachel's yelling, you lied to me. I You made me think this, this, and this. Yes. And then... That's when Anna says, like, wow, those calls were not from Rachel. Yeah. All those calls from unknown numbers were not from Rachel. They were from Megan. Yeah. And she's like, wow, like, not only are you lying about affairs, you're just lying on other people, making them look sick and worrying me. Right. Mm. And then I think it's after that scene or, like, after he, she sees him hit Rachel, something, yeah. with maybe after he throws alcohol. Yeah. But there's also a point where he, the baby's crying and he grabs a baby. Yeah. And that's another that's switch right with Anna, too, yeah. of her kind of saying, like, yeah. let me hold the baby, let me hold the baby. I got to change the baby. And... Then him saying, well, change her right here. Yeah. Like, his control He almost shit. looked like he was going to break the baby's arm. Exactly. And she mm-hmm. even says that. Like, you're going to hurt her. She's mm-hmm. crying. Like, let me take her. Mm-hmm. So. So then he hits her and she passes out. He hates Rachel and she passes out. Yeah. She comes to. She's, like, sitting up. He's sitting down. And he's saying, like, you're calling her a dog. That's super loyal. Anna apparently has gone upstairs. Gone upstairs. Just, you know, didn't want to witness. Because if you're going to kill somebody, girl, please don't do it in front of me and the baby. Also, if you can do it on one of the places that's easier to clean. Exactly. I would appreciate it. I know what blood splatter pattern looks like Mm because I've watched part of the staircase. Mm -hmm. So do it this way, please. Please. And keep it down. Don't wake the baby again. Right. So Rachel tries to get away, mm-hmm. and Justin Thoreau follows her into their foyer, and that's what it was. And no, it is. I'm beautiful. And, and starts choking the shit because this man has a lot of rage. Also, he was gonna get caught. He had so much DNA on that girl's body, on Megan's body. It was just a day. It was another just a day. It was another day, and the police would have been like, "It's him, cookie the clock." Yeah. And so, anyways, he's choking her out because he's just like, "You are so annoying. You should have yeah. left us alone. Because of you, I killed her." You know, yeah. He's he tries says to that. pin like, "I had to kill Megan because of you," which yeah. is just like psychopath babble that yeah. didn't even connect the dots. No. Like, <laughs> like she could have been like, "I'm sober," and that still doesn't make sense. Still doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's just like, "Because of you, this and the other." So she is just like getting choked, and the whole time. Anna's just watching her get choked to die. But she's like, uh-uh, not me. She picks up a vase, hits him in the head, runs out the door from another entrance, and she's running in the backyard, but he's a man and obviously very fast. Oh, and, and another thing that they've said before, that Rachel said before, is I picked everything in this house. Oh, yeah. I know that house. Yeah. Which we mentioned. Weird that Anna didn't change things. But, but also maybe not so weird because that man's so controlling. Maybe he likes that house that way. That's Or maybe he said, I picked all this stuff. Exactly. Like Rachel. Ra- no, Rachel she, she just drunk. drank and broke things. Yeah. Like I've had to replace all the things she broke. Exactly. This is my stuff. So Rachel had grabbed a. I thought it was a vase. She hits him with the vase when she's on the ground. But she oh. had grabbed a corkscrew magnet from the fridge at one point. It as she's like running. It was actually a bottle opener. Bo- bottle opener. <laughs> bottle opener magnet from the fridge yeah. as she's like running. Yeah. So she hits him with the vase, grabs that. She's running out the door. He catches up to her and grabs her. And she sticks the this actual corkscrew portion of that bottle opener into his neck. She does. And then she, like, steps back, and he's, like, like He's bleeding and dying on the ground. And then Anna's walking out. I, oh, okay. Can, okay, go ahead. Because, well, I'll say my comment first. Anna's walking out. She's kind of walking towards them. Yes. Anna kind of leans down by by Justin. Yeah. You know, maybe some whispers, some last words of love. Yeah. No. No, she leans in closer, and she screws the screw all the way in. Yo! 
I thought she was going to screw it out to make it look like she tried because he's going to die. It's She screwed yeah. it in more, almost like I'm screwing you like you screwed me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, you kind of screwed yourself because you screwed him. Because you're a homewrecker. You're a homewrecker. But this is the thing about Anna. I think she's a sociopath. When she was like making those like wild accusations against Rachel, mm-hmm. I thought she was the killer. Like for a good portion of the movie, I was like, she killed her because she was mad because she couldn't do Pilates and volunteer work. And she had a moment of rage where the girl, she saw the girl not working where she's yeah. like, you lied. Yeah. And now I'm stressed out and tired yeah. and just went crazy. That's what I thought it was. But, like, I was like, okay, maybe not. Maybe she's just a woman that is just, like, stupid. Like, not stupid, but just, like, dramatic. No, and, I mean, we get these hints of Anna's, you know, got some evil underlining in her. Yeah. With both the point where, one point, because Rachel's, like, covered in blood because she hit her head when she had woken up from that blackout. Yeah. And then at one point she remembers, she remembers it as Anna. Yeah. Anna pushed me. Like, I saw Anna, and Anna hit me. Yeah. Um... And so then at that point, you're believing it. And then when Anna's trying to go to the police for harassment of, like, all these calls and da-da-da, mm-hmm. and when the detective's telling her, like, this isn't real evidence, mm-hmm. like, this is you getting a bunch of calls from an unknown number. Yeah. And then there's a moment where I took the kind of, like, what do I need? Mm-hmm. Not so much what do I need to find, but mm-hmm. what do I need to make up? Yeah. Like, the no, gone girl question said. of, like, yeah. okay. What do I need? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll come up with the evidence. I'll get her DNA and yeah. his semen and what exactly Because even then she tells Justin Thoreau, I think Rachel killed Megan. Yeah. And like, she was going like, to frame Rachel. Fucking crazy, dude. Calm Which down. she's like, no, no, I did. Right. <laughs> like, don't try to give <laughs> her girl, credit. Girl, stop. That's my murder. <laughs> but yeah, no, he quickly dismisses. He's like, you're being crazy. Yeah. Which I was just like, dude, you're manipulative. Because it'd be really easy to blame her. But then he realizes, like, she has no real motive. Right. To kill that woman. And unless, he knows that she didn't do it. So there's no evidence. Unless she knew that he was cheating and she went crazy on him. Uh-huh. But even then, that's still super suspicious of like, mm-hmm. why hadn't you told us you were fucking this girl when mm-hmm. we interviewed you before that mm-hmm. the kid might be yours? Exactly. So he could have yeah. done it, but it still would have put him in a really bad light. Exactly. And, so. and in the book, all this stuff is covered. It's like a huge news story as oh. it's going on. Like you kind of see so snippets of that media. when she's seeing the stories like on the train. Yeah. It's not as media heavy as I felt like Gone Girl was. Okay. But there is like the media snippets of it. Okay. okay. Um, uh, so and then the only other thing is like, so it's the two of them like covered in his blood. Yeah. They walk into the police. Mm-hmm. They give their statements. Rachel doesn't say anything about Anna doing her part. Well, no, I mean, because he was already dying. And Anna sticks up for Rachel and says it was self-defense. Is like this was totally self-defense. And then at the end, she says, you know, we're all three of us are connected. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. And you see Rachel sober. She visits Megan's grave. Um, you don't see Anna. But they go by the house. Yeah, yeah. Would you live in that murder house? I, I mean, the murder was in the backyard. It. I think I would sell Just it. put it in a pool. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like it has bad juju. Like yeah. where I would hear his voice. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or like you remember... those. You have flashbacks of memory that you did things there, positive or negative. But then that's also where you had the kid, too. Mm. Like when the kid had its first like laugh All and All that walk. bad juju gets wiped <laughs> Because think about it, like, 
you would have dreams that mm-hmm. would feel so real because or you'd happened. wake up and you'd think he's still there next to you yes okay yo i'd have to sell that house and all its belongings see and i will say mind you movies are going to be movies and everything's going to be beautiful and attractive i feel like the houses just in the movies are not the same as described in the book oh. like it seems more not like shit houses okay but one the book just like middle place. class middle class like and this definitely seemed upper class like yeah did the women work in the book though they did like at the same kind of well i mean more I guess of, technically rachel used to have a job but got fired because she was drunk yeah and then rachel there's a bit of i don't know if they mentioned in the book as like her living off of alimony i know there's a point of like her like do i ask my mother for more money mm. or do i ask my roommate for more money okay of like her more financially struggling they definitely mentioned megan like being a gallery okay employee before mm-hmm and I think they mentioned the Anna, Anna was being a real estate. I guess they all had jobs. Yeah. But then they married men and didn't need them. Just started knocking out the babies or trying to or yeah. pretending to. Yeah. Um. Oh, but yeah. So it's it's definitely more middle class. And then I think there's even a bit the part of why I think it might even try to claim the reason that Justin and Anna are still in the house after the marriage with Rachel mm-hmm. is it would have been harder to sell or they would have lost money on it uh, of it makes more sense for them to stay in the house than to try to get out of the house mm. and that's the other thing too of like yeah it's a decent house but it's also right by the train tracks like you hear the train going yeah. by like yeah so uh, and it's set in London instead of New York but I mean I feel like that's pretty huh, standard interesting yeah it's a British book I mean oh and so the other thing too is like the big thing with Rachel when we're seeing her drinking <laughs> which, I don't know, product placement, whatever, mm-hmm. is vodka schnapps. put... Oh. Vodka and schnapps put in, like, clear alcohol... Yeah. ...put into a Camel backwater bottle. Yeah. Um, which, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens at least once in the book. The big drink that she drinks in the book is gin and tonics... Oh, okay. ...that come in a can. Oh, okay. You can just buy them. Nice. Which I guess is more of a thing in Europe than it is here. Okay. But I remember that. And then when I started to read, like, you know, comments and book forums and stuff about the book, like, that was the thing. It's like, where can I get gin and tonic in a can? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's crazy. I will take that anywhere. <laughs> I wonder what the alcohol ratio is, because sometimes I like it a little better than a little not so better. Yeah. But, um... Hmm. But, yeah. No, I do recommend the book. I do recommend the movie. I you wasn't... You weren't as good about it as I... I feel like this is one of my favorite movies I've seen in 2016. You were in. See, I... I am in, but... I mean, you were eh, not in. You oh, were eh. Uh, like, you were not sold, like, this is great. You were just kind of like, eh. I think it I'm, was good. No, it was good, and I'd probably watch it again. Okay. I No, I would watch it again. I don't know if I'd buy it. Ooh. Um, I think the big thing for me is I'm... I'm doing the unfair comparison of it to Gone Girl. Why? Versus I was so... They're not even the same author. They're different authors, but they were both... Same director? They're they're different directors. They're different authors. Okay, the thing is, is I think this was billed as like, not so much advertising, but more implied of like this year's Gone Girl. With both the book and with the film of like, if you like Gone Girl, this is like Mm. a dark, like women focus. Maybe the book. I don't think the movie was commercial like that or build like that yeah so i mean it's it's me doing the unfair comparison i think yeah. maybe maybe i'll read the book again okay i want like more recently book. before i watch the movie yeah i am on a like a library waiting list which of course i'm like farther down because everyone's trying to get the book because the uh, movie's coming out 
But, I would um, just buy it for $5 on my fucking phone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, no, I, I would recommend it. I, five Eileen legs or whatever. <laughs> Why, we're not Eileen. We're a different podcast. Oh, no. Yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, this is really important. Oh my God. 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 We're going to end this podcast. I would absolutely, uh, we're about to watch this. I would absolutely recommend this movie. I probably won't even buy it. Put it on my Christmas list. I'm interested if it comes out by then. I know, I'm not sure how movies come out. That's that's pretty quick. Okay. That's, that's like bootleg turnaround. Okay. All my bootleggers hit me up. Um, I thought it was good for someone who didn't read the book and who's not doing a Gone Girl comparison, even though I read Gone Girl. Right. We watched it together. I purposely scheduled an interview so we could watch it together in theater. I love you. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it is great. And it even all the feels I felt with Gone Girl don't compare to this. I still enjoyed myself and was uh, actually surprised at the end. And not like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't suspect him. Like, right. of course, I thought, like, oh, what if he fucked her? Because he's, yeah, he's yeah. kind of. But, like, it was one of those things that I just, like, the entire movie I was captivated and engaged. Yeah. And so I would definitely recommend it. And I hope you didn't listen before you watch the movie because you just cheated yourself out of a really good you movie. You should have stopped. You should have paused. We told you. Yeah. Shame on you. And aside from the psychopathness, I thought yeah. all the characters were pretty believable. All the acting was really good. Yeah. I liked the the way it was shot. The like their stuff with light and dark. And I think that's probably why is like I think I was disappointed by Gone Girl because I was so sad that they did Neil Patrick Neil Patrick Harris like that in his character mm. because I felt like he could have taken it so much further and really matched that character in the book. Okay. Because I've seen him play that character like on Law and Order. Oh. Like yeah. I've seen his breath and he has it. And so the fact that I felt like they limited him, it kind of ruined the movie for me. That like, he was more muted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that character to me plays a big role. Um, right. I mean, yeah, like a sub character, but to me, just like that character stood out to me a lot. And um, I think I was so happy with everything else that I, yeah, I made peace with that. Yeah, which I have never gotten over. <laughs> Neil so, Patrick Harris is a fucking legend. Agreed. I'm so excited for Lemony Snickets. Sure, girl. Do wait? Do you not know about this? No. So you remember? I thought that was Jim Carrey. Okay, so you remember the movie Lemony Snickets series of unfortunate events? Was that Jim Carrey? That was. In it there? was Jim Carrey. Okay. They're doing a Netflix series. Oh. And Neil is playing Jim Carrey's role. Perfect. See? See? Breath. I'll, I'll let you know when He's it comes breath. up. He's going to kill it. He's literally going to kill it. All right. But this is fun. Two hours and 12 minutes in. I'm sorry. I hope it recorded. I would have been watching this game anyways. Fingers crossed. Okay. Go Giants. Bye, guys. <laughs>